Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 358. Hopefully you guys have had an amazing Sunday. I've got a great guest with us tonight, Gus Rose. How you doing? You want to tell everybody how you're doing uh, and uh, where they can find you, sir? What's up, guys? I'm doing fucking unbelievable right now. Um, I got, you know, everything I need in front of me. We're all set. I'm talking with the Eagle. You can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Gus underscore Rose. And uh, yeah, uh, as easy as it gets. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out to hang out tonight. That's for sure. And, you know, and an opportunity to get to know you. So I appreciate that, sir. And I appreciate that. Uh, me being able to be here, man, big time. Uh, I've, I've been here the past, like, let's see. Your video, your uh, live works with my schedule. You know, it, it works with it 100%. So I've been able to, like, watch and learn how the chat goes and see who's in the chat what's up everybody in the chat uh you guys are awesome but you know uh so i've got to see how it kind of runs and uh i'm really glad to be here it's it's pretty cool you know i don't have many people in the uh community that um are you know i, I i'm kind of a solo dolo caveman kind of guy uh where i've been led to so you know, I'm glad to be here. Well, I think that you fit in just fine. I think you fit in just fine. I think that's honestly the common bond of the grower is, to be honest with you, is that we're all somewhat of an introvert. Or I always say we're all, we're, we're somewhat of a misfit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we like to kind of hang to ourselves. Our gardens are fucking our favorite place to be. Yeah. And if it wasn't for this, like we, for me, it started with hanging out in like subcool chats, the weed nerds, type, same type of thing. And that's what it was, you know, back then it was, a, it wasn't, it was a lot more faceless. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we weren't, we didn't have this opportunity to kind of come out and meet one another. But that was it for us because we could like hang out in these chats and have, you know, be faceless and be able to yet, you know, reach out and talk to people. You know what I mean about what we were passionate. And I think that's, you know, what made started this whole thing. You know, I wish I had the opportunity to go back and uh, just learn a little bit more about these chats and stuff like that, because. I came from the streets of this side of things, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, 10 minutes, of, of Detroit and, uh, I've been through a lot of rough shit going through, um, I've always been a fan of cannabis, you know, uh, when I got kicked out and I lived, lived on the streets, I went to people who were involved with cannabis, but I didn't have a cell phone until, Shit, I was like 18, 19 years old, you know. I used to hustle a lot, you know. I'd be the guy that was calling people from the doctors like, hey, man, come pick me up. I got you, you know. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd trade them. I'd be like, hey, man, you got, a, you got an ounce of some good stuff? And they're like, oh, yeah. You know, there's this one time 
you know, these kind of people, they didn't really know anything about the weed at all that they had, you know, it was just always, for some reason, it was always good. And this one time I got this stuff and uh, he was like, man, it's really strong. It's the strongest shit ever. It's a little wet still. I was like, man, fuck, why you got to give me wet shit, you know? And uh, I smoked it with my buddy uh, who's gone now, rest in peace. But uh, fucking, we were like, we smoked half of it. We went to sleep, woke back up, smoked the rest of it, went to sleep. I mean, and we passed out for hours, you know, and I've never been able to do that. I thought it was awesome. So we went on this search. We, uh, you know, and I, I couldn't really, at the time I was like, basic, I was homeless, you know, and, uh, I was, I basically had a bicycle. I, I haven't, I, I never really had a car until I was like 23, you know? So, and I lived that way because I'm from around Detroit. We have, I have a bus. I don't really need to jeopardize my life because I like to get fucked up in a car. One, two, you know, I, that was just the view. I was like, I don't want to get fucked up. I don't want to get caught with what I do, you know? So I never had a car until I became legit. And I said, I'm done hustling. I'm done doing this and that, you know? And uh, me and my buddy Ryan, after smoking that, we were like, dude, we got to start growing this shit. You know, this is, this is awesome. You know? And uh, we put, so we found some seeds in a stash and we had 143 seeds and we just popped them up all over his backyard, you know, and pretty soon his backyard was like this high in weed. <laughs> and this is right off telegraph. If you know where telegraph, if you know, you know, <laughs> like you could see his backyard from telegraph and it's all fucking weed. Well, his grandma came home and fucking sprayed it all with, uh, with weed killer. I come, I come over one day. He's, he's drinking in the driveway waiting for me. And I'm like, dude, what's up? You don't look so good. He's like, and he just opened the gate and he's like, dragged his head and we walked back there. And I just was like, Oh no. Like, why did they do this? You know what I'm saying? Like that was bad. Cause we were having a good time. I mean, it was just for us. It, we were just having fun. It, we don't know nobody to fucking, you know, put it off to or nothing like that. So I mean, that was really fun. Uh, yeah, I came from pretty much like the gutterest of gutter with weed growing. I mean, nobody, I had nobody to look up to. I didn't really have the internet uh, because I, I mean, I was, I got kicked out of my house when I was 16. So I didn't really have the internet. And a lot of the people around me looked at me like, uh, like I was some kind of bum, you know what I'm saying? Even though really I respected people's, fucking uh especially my friends I, I i respected them to the fullest you know because i needed that in return because i didn't have it you know what i'm saying so i didn't understand how these people worked and it gave me a grudge against like basically everybody i fucking was around uh in my town you know what i'm saying like i didn't really like anybody i was around so i went to like detroit you know what i'm saying and i found some people ended up uh doing some living you know just living some shitty ways because uh i had no other option really nobody you know uh the people my peer group they'd be like hey man you need a blanket you know it wouldn't it wasn't like hey man you need somewhere to sleep i got you 
it was like you need a blanket the one person that did give me you know and i'm not trying to make this a sap story or anything i'm just telling you guys where i came from with the cannabis okay now um when i was about 17 uh you know somebody took me in this at this time i was on drugs uh I don't want to get into all that, but I've been on everything. You know what I'm saying? I was a, I was a garbage junkie, literally. I'm 29 now. Uh, that was like 11 years ago. So uh, a lot of the mental developmental changes have been made on how I do things, you know, since then. But anyway, um, somebody seen me and they're like, dude, you don't look so good. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm fucking, I live in that park over there. Uh, you know what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got to come over, you know, come stay with me. Yada, yada. And I stayed with him. His dad was uh, really good at growing. And he was all about, you know, uh, organic. I never seen him use bottled anything, you know. And uh, he only let certain people in the room. You know, he had a key. And uh he let me in and he was like, he showed me everything and this and that. And I was, I always wanted a greenhouse when I was a kid. You know, I was like, my, I want a greenhouse, you know, like for venomous plants and shit like that. They're not venomous, uh, carnivorous plants, shit like that, you know, weird shit. And uh, so I was like really interested. He could tell I was interested. So he showed me some shit and um, he got me, he was getting me a job at Chrysler and, uh, he was like, you know, you got to pass a piss test, yada, yada. All my buddies, you know, I've always helped people pass piss tests. That was one of my things is like, I would go get them the, the fake piss. I'd be the guy to, you know, help people pass their drug test seriously. So I, I was just like, fuck it, whatever. And he was always like, hey, man, you have access to my roach tray. If you ever see anything in the roach tray and you're out of smoke, go ahead. You know, it, it's, it's it don't bother me. Well, there's a shit, this California orange kush that was just amazing, okay? And uh, I smoked the roach of it, and he uh, he got really pissed at me, and he kicked me out. He was like, I fucking told you I'm getting you this job, yada, yada, you know? And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't realize, you know, I've never been given this opportunity. I've never been in this position, okay? Like... I, I just, I, I figured I'd do my normal thing and just do the drug test, man. I didn't really, I didn't mean to step on your toes. I'm sorry, you know, but he was still pissed. He didn't really take, he didn't take the apology well. And uh, I went on my way, you know, and um, from there, you know, I went back to the streets and uh, I ended up living in uh, with, living with this pimp and uh, dog, dog, uh, fucking terrible place man uh i lived in a shitty place for a while just a little bit to get back to like because that's where i got drugs from was around that area so you know i uh got connected back with that guy lived with him for a little bit and he showed me some shit actually that today we call i call jadam you know um and i which is basically uh like uh using he 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 had a five gallon barrel of catfish and some other other shit that was fucked up in in a in a barrel and uh he you know he was like yo dig this 
and you're going to use that as the fertilizer for three feet underneath. I was like, why are you putting it so deep? You know, and I didn't this to this day, I still don't get it. But his plants had fucking like they were like that, dude. They were huge, you know, just like fucking from the bottom up, just like poof. And uh, he used catfish and fucking uh, other other parts of animals and shit. So that was crazy to me. And I was like, I want to learn what that motherfucker does. You know, this guy was respectful as shit. He was a cool motherfucker. I have nothing against him as a person, you know, uh, and he knows that uh, this dude that fucking actually was going to that was into weed too was going to rob him. And I was like, fuck, no, you're not, you know, like I had to stop that from happening. So, um, but he's, he's respectful. He's, he helped me out. He got me off the streets in a way, you know, he didn't keep me on drugs at all. So I, you know, I figured this guy probably seen value in the way that I appreciate things. So, you know, I went on with it. Um, after that, I, I left there because, uh, just, you know, situations happen when you're living with fucking whores and uh, drug addicts and shit, you know. So I had to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and uh, basically, I went out to, uh, you know, I did some traveling. Um, I looked online for uh, free, basically, I was like, travel jobs, you know, free, um, free. What did I look up? My buddy told me. Uh, I used to do a bunch of shit. There's just so much shit that you're missing, but I'm trying to get to the cannabis part, you know, and what I appreciate about cannabis and, you know, where I got my glorification from, because it's all from gutter ass views. A lot of people don't really, you know, I didn't have the internet and I'm so glad to be here today, you know, really, because and I, I get to look at everything that you guys talk about uh, and I get to research now, but, um, Basically, I went out to California and Texas and Arizona and shit. You know, I got to check out different herbs. And I've always been into, into weed and shit, you know. The buddy I went out there who got me the uh, position was like, <clears throat> shit, one time I had nowhere to put this weed, uh, these weed plants, you know. And this was like before I ever did anything. And uh, I gave them to him. I mean, I, this is a funny story. So I walked from... Um, it was probably a mile and a half away. This town is called North Trenton to where I live with seven weed plants that were seedlings that sprouted. Right. Cause I was like, Oh, they're regular seeds. And I kind of knew what to do, you know? So I fucking, I walked from fucking North Trenton to my mom's house and uh, with a buddy who literally has been through every mystical journey with me. Um, and it's really weird. We have this really weird connection, you know. But uh, I was walking with him, and I see a cop by this field where I have to pass to get to my mom's house. And I, I was just going there to do um, some random shit. I was actually there to meet my buddy, uh, who I met in California later in life. I was meeting him to take care of these plants. I was like, dude, you got to fucking take care of these plants for me because, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was going to meet him. I run into a cop. There's a fucking cop, Officer Diebold, you know, and I see him. And I look at my buddy Nick and I'm like, hey, dude, don't say a fucking word. I got this, okay? 
like straight up. I passed there. I'm good. <laughs> so I tell the cop, I'm like, hey, man, it's just tomato plants. He asked, well, it wasn't just like that. He, he comes out of his car and he's like, what are you guys doing? What do you got there? And I was like, oh, I'm just, oh, yeah. I was like, I'm just coming from my Magna's house. This is some tomato seedlings from her house. And he's like, he looked at him. He said, oh, all right. Have a good day, Jace. <laughs> and, he, and he walked off, you know. And uh, I fucking, I knew from that point, I was like, okay, the cops don't care around here about this shit, you know. But anyway, back to California. I, You know, I left the trap. I go to Cali. I fucking, um, I run into some wax, dude. All right. I've never seen wax ever. I mean, I'm, I'm from the gutter, bro. I'm from the gutter. Okay. Gutter people, some gutter people still to this day don't know what the fuck wax is. All right. Like, <laughs> so I'm out in Cali and I'm selling magazines door to door. It's a fake business. Yada, yada. I was doing some fucked up shit. I didn't really know, you know, quote unquote, I didn't know, you know, but anyway, it was, it was fun. But the people that were running this business, business, uh, were also, selling weed and like candles and teddy bears and shit like that but they had wax and uh so one day i'm going to pick up my check and i'm like yo can i switch my check out for some sour diesel and i see in the background and like i'm in irvine california right at this point in time and i'm in a suite and it's like the dude this guy is like living luxurious right you know what i'm saying he's got a two-story hotel room i'm like what the fuck so anyway I see somebody lighting this torch up on this fucking pipe. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, yo, Jay, man, what the fuck is that, bro? I was like, I, I was like, dude, if that's some meth, man. I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to be caught up in this shit. You know, he started cracking up, dude. He starts laughing and I'm like, what? He's like, dude, you got to come hit this now. And I'm like, okay. You know, he's like, it's hash oil. Like it's hash oil. It, it's the oil from the plant. And I was like, what? You know, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like, so he gets me set up and he fucking lets me hit it. Whole new world. You know, <laughs> it was a whole new world. And uh, that's, I mean, that's where I got my concentrate, where I love. I mean, honestly, dude, um, even over rosin. People are going to hate me on this, but I love, I love BHO, butane honey oil, buddy. That's what I love. I, uh, even pressing, you know, I love, I love BHO. I love doing it myself. I love taking time, two weeks, of, you know, two, three weeks. Sometimes it takes me to finish a run of my, my, my self-made shit, but I love it. You know, like there's nothing better. Nothing wrong with that, my friend. There's nothing wrong with that. And just a, a little bit of, uh, you know, side story. You know, I, I appreciate your story very much, man. Uh, and we I know you've only been watching this show for, you know, a couple weeks, like you said. Yeah. And it would take you forever to piece together what little bit I'd like to seek through. You know what I mean? But uh, our story, our backstory so far is very similar. Very similar. 16, happy birthday. I'm not your real dad. Get the fuck out. Uh, 
it's kind of where you know how my journey started except you know maybe on the higher tougher drug end side of things maybe not so much tend to drink and smoke a lot of cannabis but i definitely hustled cannabis from day from that day on yeah you know what i mean cannabis has been a part of my life ever since then yeah. so no shame in in your game i always tell when i tell my story too man that that hustle i learned in life is the best college education <laughs> if you if you would that i ever could man that hustle in life will get you through life it'll get you through work it'll get, wow. it's backbone of a lot of fucking businesses to be honest with you so Honestly, you know yeah. no there ain't no no shame here brother you know i appreciate your story so far and a funny note about the wax i was not necessarily a similar situation, but I remember seeing it for the first time, like kind of like that, kind of thinking, what in the fuck is that? I kind of bluffed my way through it as well. I, you ever smoked that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew it was cannabis related, but I didn't know how strong it was. And before yeah. I, could, I hit that shit, except they were using the glass rod back then they were heating up the glass rod and just touching the wax with it you know or just yeah. barely touching it and man that shit man i hit that for the first time my ted felt like it was like 10 feet ahead of my body i remember like sweating like crazy just like yeah that shit's good thinking of my shit just thinking to myself holy shit I've never fucking been this high off of weed. And it was, it was, a it was different, man. Yeah. But anyway, I, that's, I don't mean to interrupt your story. Oh, no, what are you smoking good. on, by the way? Right quick. This, this is some mind. LA Confidential. Um, I picked, you know what? I ran out. My buddy uh, shot out under the canopy 420. He gifted me some. He just like always hands me fucking weed here and there, you know, and it's great. But he gave me some lemon OG Kush or lemon garlic OG. But this is some confidential that I had to pick up from the store, man. And uh, it's it's pretty good. I don't know if you guys can see that, but you know, it. it I mean, I, I enjoy it. I love LA Confidential. Um, honestly, the whole reason I got it is because it's not one I always see on the menu or anywhere anymore. Uh, a lot of people used to grow it back in like 2000 fucking 11, uh, 2010. And uh, for sure, yeah. And uh, I think that's where I got my fucking love for it. And then I and then I had the LA cheese, the LA cheese. Oh man, that shit was good, you know? Because um, sometimes Confidential will have a cheesy, you know, a cheesy ring to it but yeah i had to get the la man what are you smoking on i am smoking of some godiva from hopefully the american one is in chat but he was the breeder of this strain Ooh. and uh i'm digging it man I, this is a this was my first sample of it i'm, I'm really really enjoying it that's cool i um, love uh, chocolatey stuff man <laughs> So, uh, what the hell? I was going to say something. Oh, I was going to say, man, that sucks. Dude. It always sucks when you have to purchase it from, especially one of the 
stores or clubs or whatever, man. It's, once you start growing, pay, actually having to buy it becomes such a fucking painful experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, all that, you know, basically led me to here. I didn't really have an internet experience like a lot of people have. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, so... I got on the YouTube, I seen you on here and Instagram and stuff. And I'm still, dude, I have a lot of PTSD, anxiety and bipolar and shit. Like, uh, I like, dude, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't really, I don't try to get into stuff too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if I, if I fall into the rabbit hole, <laughs> not the wormhole, if I fall into the rabbit hole, I get a little too deep, man. You know, that stuff, uh, I'm a very deep thinker, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I get a little too creative with my thoughts. And then, uh, so I, I, I really haven't uh, experienced like uh, networking, you know, through the internet or anything like that too much. Uh, right now, since my screen is up right here, I'm going to talk a little bit about what you guys are looking at. Um, it's kind of like a diamond shape, right? If you look well at the top of the diamond, uh, basically you're looking at, um, it's a slurricane female. And then to the right of that coming down is a Mac. And then there's a, Sativa that I, I'm not going to really display the name of because I don't want to step on anyone's toes. And then coming down the diamond, the one in the middle is the male. Okay. I'm doing a little project here. And I've heard people's views on breeding or whatever. I'm not doing this for, uh, for any kind of monetary fucking anything i'm doing this because i fucking love gorilla glue and i love uh some of the shit that you see in here you know what i mean and uh anyway so you see that other weird big leaf that's a tobacco plant um and that's got a cherry garcia which is chunky really chunky and small but really big it's the biggest one in there when it comes to bud bud structure and then another cherry and then another glue sniffer in the corner it's a, oh wait this corner dude i'm trying to look at the camera <laughs> i'm trying to look at the camera it wasn't working out but anyway um yeah see this shit's going out man i i had like three blunts rolled the other day i was gonna save one for today because uh what i've been doing is uh taking bits of that tobacco leaf and um rolling it up you know, with weed and making it into blunts. And I, uh, I think it's amazing. Like a lot of people spend shit ton of money on fucking pre-rolled shit, you know? And, uh, it's ridiculous. Like, come on, man. You can, you can grow your own. You can roll your own. It's a lot cheaper and a lot better and a bunch of shit in it. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to do it yourself or at anything. If I can fucking do it myself, I give it a girl. I, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. If I think, even think I can do it, I have to, I have to fuck it up one time and then actually maybe even twice (laughs) and then maybe put my head down and then take it to somebody else if I can't do it, but I'm going to fuck it up twice before. (laughs) Have you fucked up? Have you fucked up yet with aeroponics or hydroponics at that? No, to be honest with you, I have yet to really go down down either road i mean i guess slightly is a, a fair answer just because i, I use a aquaponics or a dwc type cloner the oxy cloner which is like a dwc it's got you know bubbling from the bottom yeah but that's i wouldn't say i wouldn't say i was yeah. growing hydroponically in there because the first time they're pulling roots i'm pl- jerking them out <laughs> I'm just getting them started in there, I guess. Right, right. No. No, I haven't. Now, do you find do you find using uh DWC or aeroponic clone uh you know starter better than using root plugs? Good question. Good question. Um that's 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 seriously a tough question to be honest with you i find that they root a little bit quicker to be honest with you Mm -hmm. um but i don't mind you know that's the way i used to do and that's my you know my fail too you know i mean if it's too hot during the summer months to use these cloners that's what i revert back to is the root right cubes flips upside down pre-soaked with a little bit of uh clone x and you know they always throw big fat thicker roots you know what i mean that's the difference in the clone yeah. with yeah. the cubes they they all thicker shorter fat they already you know hairier you know roots yeah they got know, structure they got structure in the cube you know yeah yeah my oxycloner they're always long and uh linky you know what I mean? They're not necessarily all fish bony. They're all stretchy. So. Yeah. Now, uh, when I do, when I take cuts, I actually make my own, uh, I call it super cloner. You know, I take some fucking aloe. I go to the store. I buy a leaf of aloe. I scrape it out. And then, uh, well, actually, I've had this mix for about six months now. I've always done the aloe thing, though, like, Ever since I ever took my first my first cut, I, I, I just basically fuck the aloe with the with the cut. You know, I cut it open, squeeze it a little bit. Sometimes I'll scrape the pulp and make it nice and juicy, and I'll just you know, and then I'll jam it in there. But um, now I use this super clone juice, which is basically aloe pulp and uh, Cyto Plus from. Uh, I want to say it's bioag or something like that. I have it in the other room, but um, excuse me, I'm fucking drinking this stuff. It's amazing, by the way. It's in Michigan, so I have to fucking, you know, show it off. It's got some cool art, you know. Nice, <laughs> nice. You guys in a bus? Is style. it uh, just a pop? Is it just a pop, or is it a like an edible drink? It's actually alcoholic. Are you not into that? I'm sorry. Ah, no, I don't drink, but I don't have, I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't, 
those who do that, I don't give two shit if anybody. Well, do you like Journey, who or whoever made that song? Don't stop believing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's it's called Donut Stop Believing. <laughs> I don't know. Shit, I had this one cat on here uh, smoking with Small Town, and he was pretty much doing like uh, the strikeouts, basically. Uh, on this show, I couldn't believe how many that cat did, and still was able to uh, to function. Nah, yeah. I mean he held it. He held his his liquor and his cannabis, pro, pro. I mean, we did like a three hour episode. I couldn't tell he was drinking <laughs> at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I- seriously, man, he was taking. He would he fucking how did he do this? He would t- take a fucking rip off his fucking bong, fucking shotgun a beer, and fucking take with what breath he had, take a fucking dab, and then maybe there was a shot after it. Even I mean, it was it was impressive what he had going there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy shit, another one. Sometimes All it'd right, be like man. that, man. You know, when my girlfriend lets me, I'll get fucked up as possible. You know, so. <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just happened. Actually, uh, I just finished this right before I got on because I was like, "Well, I better drink before I get on," you know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever so, greases the wheel, buddy. <laughs> That's you know, the way I see it. I haven't, I haven't ever been on an online chat before. Uh, period. Uh, you know. Shout out to the girls I met online, but that was a long time ago. Whoopsie, you know, yikes. And so I've always stayed away from that shit. You know what I mean? Just because the uh, the only thing that got me in trouble, you know, on a phone was was uh, was girls on tra- on a phone. So I never really fucked with a phone until I was twenty. I swear to God, about twenty four years old is when I really started using. I got a car license and stuff and a phone that I use normally not as a fucking you know uh hustling phone I quit hustling you know 100% so now I'm like 100% no more hustling but uh uh like all my friends I've, I've lost like most of my friends uh through that lifestyle and uh like you know mortally they died and uh the fucking uh some of it you know is just it's you know whatever shit happens uh fucked me up a little bit because i had to be there for one of them and i couldn't you know do anything you know what i mean so uh i have like i have i have ptsd and i'm trying to find that that fucking gorilla blue cross man and uh People are going to hate me for it, you know, but I'm not, I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for me. And, uh, that's, and I've heard you say that's what matters, you know? So I think that's what matters, man. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. Like if people ask me, I'm going to tell them, yeah, man, you can have some seeds, but I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not going to sell a fucking thing. I won't sell weed anymore. You know, I won't sell anything, man. Uh, mushrooms or nothing. You want something, let's trade. Fucking let's, uh, you know, I need some pain to film. 
you know, what do you, <laughs> what you need? I need some pain to film. You know, I don't want no money. I'm sick of it. Everybody's all, all about the money. And it's sad to see where society has been fucking coming from money and not realizing what the problem is. And everybody's all about it. They, so I'll sit back and watch everybody chase it until they realize when they're older, it don't fucking matter. You know, it's about, it's about laughing and having a good time and things you can remember that you don't forget those stories that you hear from older folks, you know, that they tell over and over. That's the shit that fucking matters. Cause that's something that they remember. That's something everybody that hears them, they're going to hear, they're going to remember the people that he grew up with remembered. And the, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's not the, uh, it's not the money, you know, you don't die with money. You die with that story. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I kind of out to you for sticking with a fucking down brother, down friend, man. Real. Yeah, dude, Real. it was tough. Um, I did everything I could, you know, uh, everything I could. And, uh, you know, I never got, I never got persecuted for it. Nobody, nobody, everybody knows the situation. You know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, well, it's one of those things when I am telling you, I'm giving you deep respect for that shit because everybody says they're down. You know what I mean? Everybody says they're down, but in it, when it comes to like this in particular instance, like an injury, they're down the week of the hospital. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry this happened to you. Then it becomes like awkward. Nobody wants to, you know, everybody treats you weird after that. You know what I mean? And people come around a fuck a lot less and they don't know. You know what I mean? They're not down after that first week. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, to be there for somebody after, you know, the fact and stick with them through the very hard times, that shows me that, you know, there's a good person across the other side of the screen because most people, most people run and look the other yeah. way. So, yeah, they do. Uh, a lot of people don't like to. Uh, man, I don't want to talk about other people because I could go. You know, it's just not cool to talk about other people. You ever watch that crime pays, but botany doesn't? guy shout out to crime pays botany doesn't okay the way that guy talks and expresses things on his channel man like he's like he was he was at this fucking grocery store in uh, berkeley california okay and it's like whole foods and he's like oh this place is the best you know they got this shit it'll make you puke he's like i don't really need this i just look take a look around me in uh, society and i get sick so <laughs> It's like, I'm like, yeah, dude, I get it. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to talk about other people, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm into like, uh, I, I, I put a little bit of here and put some stuff on a shelf over here. I don't know if you can see this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I got some C90, right? I got some of this. This is uh. This is some um, alfalfa uh, fermented plant juice. You know what I mean? It, it kind of smells like wine a little bit, you know? 
but I don't know. It, it kind of does its job to me. Uh, the best thing that I've ever seen was um, alfalfa and corn sprout tea. Uh, the, the, the most instant and biggest results I've ever seen uh, was that. So anything alfalfa and corn, I'm down about for real. Uh, there's that. I got this photosynthesis plus. This shit helps, you know, some microbes. This right here, OHN. Take the time. Make it. It's, it's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? This stuff's awesome. This is used for, like, vitality, and it's, like, against bugs and shit like that, you know? But the second I use it, you can it, it kind of, like, coats the plant, you know? This is uh, fish amino acids. You know? You can... You can make this. I want to open it up and show you maybe uh, with the phone later, but uh, it's a little KNF, you know, KNF shit. I fucked with. I fucked with some Jadam too. Uh, at the same time, I made this, which was last year, January eighth of last year. Um, I made this, and um, every time I use it, man, uh, my plants they. The stems and the leaves get really nice and thick and green. Uh, it's fucking great. Oh, speaking of mycelium, everybody likes that stuff. Let's see how these are doing. This is uh, B plus, B plus, and uh, I only used, and it's grown with rye berries, right? And uh, soil. It's going to be one of those super mixes, and I just opened the bag. I just use these to hang, you know. But look at this B plus. It looks like a fucking spore print when it first makes its big, huge thing. When it first colonizes, it's crazy. It's so cool. Like uh, the fractal roots hyphae that go through it and just keep on making these snowflakes and shit. It's fucking rad, dude. I always been doing this. Um, even if I'm not growing tubs, I'll I'll fucking make bags because I I love I love mycelium and I love what it does to the grow room. Whoops, hold on one second. But uh, yeah, um, I actually have a way to grow. Now everybody is really gonna hate me for this. Um, really, but. There's uh, everybody's like, you know, I've never heard of anybody saying they're successfully <clears throat> grown cubenzies with cannabis. And uh, I just really think that's crazy. Because um, I've done it a few times, the times that I've tried. Um, I've had two fails, and I know why I failed. And uh, I think here's some information right now I'm going to spit that's based on uh, just, okay, so the only reason I think people will fail is because they're just like inoculating their soil at random times. And I really think the key point is to use, you have to use brown rice flour, one, you have to use brown rice flour cakes, okay? And when you do it, you have to cut. You have to use a jar. 
And when you get this jar out, you have to cut it in discs. Cut it with the lines. Try to measure these lines, you know, bam, bam, bam. Slice these discs up. Now, when you're going, <clears throat> when you're transplanting and you're about to go in flower, all right, or if you transplant before that, anytime you transplant, okay, you can take these discs, okay, and place them near where you're transplanting, under, around, wherever, but you want to stay, say this is, say this is the pot too, okay, here's the plant, you know, uh, you're going to want to stay like where there's always moisture. So say where this water is, you know, say here's the dirt. You're always going to want to stay like right about there when you inoculate and you have to do it around transplant with BRF. Now, after that, you're going to want to lay either a more, some kind of mulch layer or something. Um, I use newspaper until I saw uh, pins. And then when I saw pins, um, I put glass or plastic Tupperware and I misted them, kind of like a cloner. And I put them over those pins every day. I, I misted them. Um, and if you guys want to see, if you'll screen share, I actually have a little clip that I can uh, show you of like a little example, you know. Uh, yeah. you can screen share. All right. So when you mix the two, do you just, is it a matter of, you know, making more sugars accessible because will the mycelium actually like choke out, you know, what's available for the plant? Well, what I think happens now, this is why I say, uh, you know, I'm not a scientist or nothing like that, bro, but let me tell you something. There's a connection. They communicate. The hyphae and the roots communicate. Only positive vibes, bro. Without that, without the positive, without that, without that root structure, for some reason, it doesn't work. Without and when you use corn, it you it fails. It aborts and it goes into uh, trichoderma. Okay, and which isn't bad. That's that's good. And I've seen and I've had pretty good results that from my aborts too because I'm using grain one that's huge slow nitrogen you know and then when it turns into trichoderma it helps the plant really connect too just like the mycelium does but in a bacterial way you know what I mean hold on a second how do I do this are you seeing my screen. Uh no, you would uh, basically you click screen share on the Zoom, and then uh, whatever file that uh, you know you want to bring up, you click on that and click share. There you go. I'll just play that. Yeah. Hey, you catch on quick, huh? <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's probably going to take a minute to load because we're online, huh? Smoke break. Yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Play. 
Nah, YouTube even giving itself commercials. Gotta love that shit. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. So what are we looking at here, brother? All right, so here's... Let me pause it. Well, well actually, let me, let me play it through. That's Bokashi. Those granulars you're seeing are Bokashi, actually. That's Chitwan, a strain called Chitwan. And that's Acapulco Gold in a fabric pot. So, what you are seeing... By the way, I love that Earl Nightingale video, Strangest Secret. <laughs> What's that? At the end there, it showed a bunch of videos, and one of them was Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret. It's a, oh, okay. A great video. If you've never watched it. Okay, cool. I, I don't know if I have, actually. I watched so many things, you know. Uh, anyway, um... So what we're looking at are, uh, it's called Chitwan. If you can see, it says Chitwan 2 there. Um, it's a strain, uh, you know, of Cubenzies, but I uh, inoculated that little thing with a buddy. Um, I, I asked him, I said, hey man, do you care if I if we can throw these in there because and we we studied it and then we read some jeff lowenfels he showed me some shit because he's really good at studying and looking up stuff and um he was like yeah man fucking go ahead let's do it you know and we ran with it and uh because i i did a test with oysters and i just used newspaper to keep it moist and uh so basically up until that point i just covered them with a newspaper around the, the top layer of the soil and I sprayed it every day. And uh, they just, dude, they honestly, I think those Acapulco Golds had the best uh, structure out of all those, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm not, I don't remember, but anyway, um, you know, a lot of people are saying they fail with this and I really think it, you have to do it when you transplant and you, you know, do it sparingly a little bit, you know, um, like we did it in a few pots. That wasn't that, that one jar. I put four discs and that right where those discs, like I said, if you cut this into cakes, like I take a cake out of this, bam, I put that where I transplant about, say this is the pot too. I put it about, you know, from here to here where it's going to always stay moist. And if you keep a layer on top where the moisture is, those that hyphae will connect to the moisture. And that's what they want because they want to get the food. They want to get the instant food. And then the food travels through the hyphae to the roots of the cannabis plant. Okay. And that's, and I know that's what happens because I see it without that. I think without that communication and that connection, without being that transplant, having open roots exposed, I don't think you're going to have really good success, although it's happened one time. But really, I think it's because he's using a blue mat system, and, and dude, it just it, it, it stays perfect. So um, that's some more testing that I have to do, but I'm broke and poor, and I live in a fucking 
department. So I'm not really, I don't have the functionality to be, be able to do that shit right now. Um, so, but I think there's a lot of work that I could be doing that people can be doing. And I want to share this info. So I want people to know if you're doing BRF brown rice flour cakes, you have a very, a very good key, a very good option here to be able to do this. And I'm going to, I'll do it. I'm going to do it soon. Uh, the thing is, like I said, man, I'm broke. I like to do everything myself. Uh, I have a pressure cooker. I have this, all that kind of stuff. I can do a sterilizing tub, pasteurization tub. I made one. Uh, I love it. Uh, I've been doing it for a few years, you know, and uh, I've, I've, every time I've run it in pots, I do it when I fucking transplant. And it's great. It works. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, now another thing is I'm using super soil, basically super soil recipes here, uh, or, uh, water only mixes, uh, you know, back is cool. All that shit's cool. Worm, worm, worm castings. Can't get enough of it. Uh, so do you follow Coon by, uh, I hate to interrupt by him. Uh, I think I do, but dude, like I said, so many things, uh, you know. Well, I asked because, you know, he actually runs, uh, he's got his own Lacoots mix that a lot of people uh, use. It's, uh, I, I'm not even going to go into the recipe. I'm, okay. I'm a cocoa grower, co- reverting back into organics. Oh, dude, basically. cocoa, cocoa. I've had great results in cocoa, man. Uh, I grew some autos in cocoa that were fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> like, you wouldn't be able to tell, like, uh, that they were autos if I told you I vegged them for a month, you know? But basically, uh, he's he's trying to do what you're talking about right now. He's trying to mix you know, the mycelium the mushrooms into the beds of his, you know, his mix there because, you know, yeah. he, he sees the beneficial of them cleaning and putting back, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, you, you may, he may, if that might be somebody you may want to check in with and uh, I've, maybe, I've, I've know, reached out to uh, a couple sure. people, but uh, I, I, I have a shitty way of reaching out. If you read our messages on Instagram, like, dude, I only get confidence to reach out when I drink uh, for some, you know, I'm a fucking, sorry, guys, I'm a fuck up. <laughs> like, I can't help it, you know? Like, I, I, you know, so, like, when I type messages, I feel like, oh, it's a good message, and I'll read back, and it's a fucking stupid message. I'm like, damn it, dude. Like, <laughs> that guy don't want to listen to what I'm saying, you know, so I'm like, wow, I'm glad you actually like uh, let me reach out and stuff. But I really think people can benefit from what I'm saying about that. Um, and uh, this is indoors, too. A lot of people are like, what? You know, we had an ozone emitter, okay, that helped clean the room a little bit. Now, I know what everybody thinks about those. Those are bad for your health, bad for the plants, yada, yada. We wouldn't run it all the time. I would put it on low, yada, yada. It worked, Okay. Now, if you're doing this outside, so yeah, can, can I stop you real quick, Ron? Yeah. Because this it's kind of burning a little bit. It's just burning a little bit. What's that? Just a little bit, and I'm 
I'm a very real person. I've heard you say you referred to yourself as a fuck up a couple times. And I'm sure that's, you know, that's your opinion. That's your opinion, my friend. But I'm going to tell you right now, what I see is a 29-year-old gentleman who's come from a rough path. You know what I mean? A good fucking helped out a friend, cannabis, you know, good attitude. You even cut me off about talking about people, which I thought was amazing. And you have an awesome, optimistic outlook on life from what I can tell. Thanks, so my man. friend, I don't I'm not I'm not seeing a fuck up on the other side of the screen. I yeah, just want to point that out, man. I I do not in any other any way get that impression from you, my friend. So I, I with that being said, let's roll. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh people can benefit a lot from um basically moisture moisture on top around the stem and wherever you you know wherever you laid down and uh inoculated you know inoculate basically slap these discs in there wherever you slapped them in there you want a moisture layer on top of that just hay i don't think is going to work that now in that video you see it's just it's just topsoil you see you don't see hay you don't see anything you know um, and that's because I kept newspaper on top of there. So that's really key. Um, we had an ozone emitter in the room that would basically help scrub the room. Um, that helped. If you're, if you're not doing something like that and you're not really sterile in your environment, you will probably, and I'm not going to say you're going to fail, but it helps, you know, um, it helps to be, no, scrubbing neg- the hair. no negative uh, uh, effects from the ozone. I've never run in the ozone, but I've heard it's bad for like turps and stuff. It's bad for turps. Well, we didn't bad run for it you as well, right? It's bad for everybody. Um, I've done a lot of research on that because I was feeling sick when I was running it a lot, and so I stopped running it so much because I was, I you know, I don't leave too much, and I was I was using it, so you know, I. Uh, yeah, I, I basically put the ozone away because uh, I don't I don't really like it too much. And I think fresh air exchange, like if you get air from outside enough, you don't need it. So, like uh, if you're if you you know if you're getting some intake from outside, I don't think you really need it. And um, maybe that's the local bacteria. I don't know. I'm just saying. I was just curious. Just curious. I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. Keep no, you're good, dude. No, you're good. 100, man. Uh, yeah, we're chilling. Um, yeah, that stuff. Um, ferments and stuff like that. I think are great. I think even if you're a cocoa grower, I used ferments and cocoa. I had great results, dude great results i mean if you want some of this stuff i'm in michigan bro i'm down to collab and like hook people up and show them some shit that i do and just like kick it and like you know hey i have like probably two gallons of this shit left i I use i barely use it you know what i mean like how much i have 
to what I like to what I use. This is going to take me three years to finish. So like if people want some of this stuff to try, it's fish amino acids. I'll open it up and show you in a post. I think I've done it before, but it's like, I need to make a better one. I suck at making posts guys. I fucking, you know, I'm like, I'm awful with posting. Um, sometimes I'll make some good posts. So be aware there are good, there is good content on my page on Instagram guys, but really I just want to get the information out there about the mushrooms. Um, you know, uh, the people, the, the, pers- the, the breeding thing, everybody's got, uh, I've noticed a bad, uh, what's, what's this bandwidth? Oh, it, may, it probably is mine. Ah, don't worry about it. Okay. So, uh, this, uh, like, so, um, you know, people putting people down for breeding their own stuff or making seeds in their own house, you know? Um, I think if you're putting people down for doing it, you're just, uh, you're contributing to the problem around us that's going around in everybody's situation. I mean, it's not just with cannabis, you know, but that kind of attitude towards things aren't going to help anything. You know, if, if you're talking about preserving something and, uh, you know, if, if someone's going to preserve something, they're going to preserve it. I mean, they've been doing this for years, you know, uh, <clears throat> that's why we get the lovely option to actually, uh, work with some of these things. And I think a lot of people are hating on people, you know, and I'm, I'm somebody who's sitting here and I'm breeding, uh, and I'm saying I'm breeding because I selected, I selected nine plants out of 51 to um, work with. And I chose them because one, TGA black cherry soda, all right, is a life changer. It helps somebody get off uh, dope in my life before. It really did, it helped. If I didn't have that shit for him to smoke, he wouldn't have been able to quit doing the shit he was doing right at that time. And it got him to fucking lay low and chill, you know? So black cherry soda has been something I've been looking for. I even messaged Jill uh, about it and she said it's clone only, you know, I doubt you can get it. So I ain't trying to get it, but ethos has that cherry Garcia and that's a black cherry soda cross. And, uh, it's great. Um, it's not as it's not as good as the black cherry soda, but I'm working with that because I love Gorilla Glue and Gorilla Glue works with me. So I'm fucking I selected a male and uh, of Blue Sniffer, and uh, basically I'm trying to hit the cherry with Gorilla Glue, so it kind of helps, you know, with uh, the things I don't like about it. <laughs> You know, even though it's the dankest, if you look right there, it's the one with the tobacco plants, the shortest one uh, by the fan. It's got the chunkiest nug. That's the, that's the Cherry Garcia, the Cherry Grouse. In a few months, it'll, I mean, in a couple months, it'll be nice. I'm going to really push them, you know, 
to the finish. They all look nice and healthy. They all look nice and healthy. <clears throat> Thank you. Ooh, peanut, peanut butter breath. Oh, I just seen that. Oh, yeah. I love peanut butter breath. That stuff's good. That's a dosey dough, right? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. I just kind of concentrate on what I am growing. What are you growing right now, man? Whole mess of shit. <laughs> I seen a cake. Mess of shit. Uh, cake earlier or something like that. That was the smash cake from uh, Mid Grower One. That is the winning cake times the primal punch. I, uh, I ran that as a tester for him. I'm run, also running the GMO times the primal punch, which which is uh, 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 the garlic punch uh, by him. I always fucking fuck up the names. I've been terrible about names and genetics lately. I don't know what it is. I'm running, uh, yeah. also running the Orange Boss from North Star, North Star Genetics, uh, the Godiva from the American one. I'm just finishing up a run of the Velvet Punch from Jack Greenstock, uh, the Manja Delight from Candy Queen Genetics. I'm uh, running. Fort Jefferson as well. I'm also running the Biscotti times the Primal Punch, the, the Six Shooter from Empire Breeding Co., the Barbecue Ver Gorilla Version 2 from Empire Breeding Co., the Six Shooter from uh, Empire Breeding Co. I am also running the Xmas uh, Strain, the Blue Mile from Bingus, and I know I'm probably forgetting about another four strains. <laughs> the Christmas strain is that the uh, the Christmas like eight? What is it? Eighty seven bud or something like that? That's what I'm told. I'm uh, cool. A uh, guy that watched the show uh, was nice enough to because I I like that really heavy pine terps. Yeah, I'm kind of really looking for right now. Uh, it was so like good. I got you, and there they were. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm hoping for. They look really amazing right now. So awesome! My uh, my brother, <clears throat> my brother is growing some uh, Santa cookies, which is a Christmas bud crossed with cookies. So it's doing pretty well. Uh, oh, wants, I did be a bush. That's for sure. I almost forgot. I'm sorry to rudely interrupt. Detroit River had almost, he reminded me, I forgot. There's Tiger King. The Tiger King is in the garden as well. And I'm actually super excited about the Tiger King. Uh, White Feather Grows, which is a cat in uh, Oklahoma, sent me that one. And I'm also running, as far as that goes, uh, the TK. Northern Lights Cross, Brandon Ross. But uh, the, the Tiger King, I'm actually more excited about the Tiger King strain. I don't need, I'm not even sure what the genetics are. That's I know awesome. it's, a, it's a local cross from yes, his town, and Tiger King lived in that town where White Feather's from. Like he said, like a mile and a half from his house, the Tiger King lived. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, they probably I couldn't resist. Yeah. They probably smoked on some of that shit. 
I hope so. Tiger King was high on that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's definitely high on something, man, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Wait a minute. Black cherry soda hemp CBD. That's nice. That's cool. So, yeah, man. Uh, I have plans on doing some aquaponics and stuff like that, and I have them written up, but not where I'm living. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully in the future, uh, you guys get to see some dual root zone uh, aquaponics for me. So, do you think it's a far stretch? I mean, I mean, just popping it off in my head right now. I, with you using like a fish amino, you know, base to dam now, I can't really see, you know, the structure of the water. You know what I mean? The nutrient setup being much different. Yeah, um, I wouldn't. Um, I probably wouldn't use half the things that I use if I went to aquaponics. Um, and I'd focus more on a nice little microclimate in the dual root zone. Cause that's what, see, I want to use the feeder roots up at the top of the, the top layer of the soil, you know, to really work the plant. And then the bottom is just really kind of like a substrate for the roots to actually have something to be clean and, some some oxygen water running through them and you know um maybe some minerals and obviously the fish waste but um yeah i I think it'll be a good a good a good thing and the whole thing is i'm about sustainability to its most because i'm i'm kind of like broke so i gotta i gotta be as you know uh, efficient as possible you know, and I really see aquaponics being really efficient. Um, yeah, I'm pro- and within a year, I'm probably going to be doing, uh, we're, we're going to be moving and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of changes. Um, you know, hopefully, we, cat. what's up? No, no, there's a cat on Instagram. He's actually a past guest, uh, Double Tap Farms, who uh, does a lot of aquaponic, uh, home-like aquaponics. Basically, he's feeding the fish tank water to his uh, plants and shit like that. And I believe he actually does have some plants sitting above one of his, two of his tanks there. What's his name? Double Tap Farms. Double tap farms. You can also find him. Uh, he's like I said, he's a past guest. He's uh, in that episode. He talks about it as well. But uh, he's a good guy, great grower. He's actually uh, working on some breeding too. So you may be able to, you know, swap DMs on both yeah. subject matters. You know what I mean? Good guy. Cool. Well, I'll hit him up for sure. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to network and meet more people that are like down to earth and not about money. Totally. I don't want anything to do with money. I don't. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do this as legal and cool, not legal, but just like, I don't want to have to fucking, I hate money so bad. It ruins all of our lives. And I think someone like me, maybe just wanting to trade and do the right thing. 
what do you need? I might have what you need. You know what I mean? Uh, hit me up. Something like that. Not, I don't want to have to fuck with money anymore. You know? And same with the seeds, man. Like, I'm probably going to make a shit ton of seeds. If people want them, by all means, hit me up. You want them, you can fucking have them. I'm not paying for shipping. That's, <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. I'd rather meet local people. You know, uh, smoke one with them, get to know their garden, you know, stuff like that. Barbecue. I'd love to get down and barbecue, like get a, make a community based off of trading. You know, that's what I'm into. Like, uh, just whatever you got for trade. It ain't even about who's got the most money at that point. It's about <clears throat> commuting with each other and talking about what's going on in your grows, you know, and what you know, what's going on in your life. And uh, I think I think people need more of that in their life than uh, they do worrying about how much they can sell their seeds for. You know, it's fucking ridiculous now. It's a, it's a whole nother reason why I'm not fucking with, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not, I, I can't, even though I catch myself looking for more seeds every other day, I'm always looking for more. <laughs> I don't want to buy them though, because I'm like, damn it, you know, they're, it's, you know, I like, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm right there with you on that, attitude, you know, the cannabis, I, you, I think you'll find the deeper you dig into the cannabis community, this community in particular, that's what, uh, that's what it's about, man. You get to the, some of these events and you might pay that ticket to, you know what I mean? The event holder, you know what I mean? There, that, There's the cash. But once you get through that pearly gate, if you will, the community, the folks walking around, man, they have the same fucking attitude you have, I have. You exactly. Know what I mean? Well, that's the problem. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's the problem right there, Eagle, is that the people running it, they want their money back. They don't think, the, they don't think we're worth it their investment fuck them that's how i feel that's why i don't want to fuck with nobody i want to make my own events my own barbecues where i fucking me and my girlfriend and my fucking community my people put up the money and don't give a fuck i don't want no return i don't want no goddamn return there's a lot of those events out there man Really? They're, they're becoming more public, man. They, let's see here. Uh, for one, there's fucking, uh, well, Clio Cultivation is a good one in Flint area there. Uh, Buddy puts on twice a year two local cups, and he puts it. It's completely free. Band, good time. We went to both of them last year. Didn't cost nobody a fucking cent. You know, yeah. We fucking two days, both events, two days awesome time i was there both days uh there's several growers that throw barbecues just like you're talking about where our breeder growers you know hang out and fucking swap cuts and shit like that there's events up here in northern michigan uh where there's camping there's one up at the bigfoot lodge it's, they have two events twice a year it's a uh, event and campground fucking 
the campground to get in 25 bucks for the campground. Let's go, That's it. Dude. Let's I mean, go. you fucking 25 bucks is That's the sick. campground and they, that that's pretty much you can pull right into your that's your park no charge for parking. Now is that overnight? You get to spend is that yes. overnight? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Drive that's right cool. in, your parking spot, set up your tent, fucking throw down some firewood, go walk around the event, meet some cats, go, hey, you wanna come back to my fire pit and burn something burn down? Two day event twice a yeah. year up there. You know where there's one, uh, I think 420, the electric forest up here, uh, where it's a camping event, two day camping event, 420 ish. Uh, the electric forest, you probably find that shit on Instagram, and that's the same thing. Two days of partying, probably some mushrooms, not saying there will be, but uh, (laughs) that type of a group, that kind of type of fun, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, there's. Yeah, it's more and more fucking happening. The smaller events, Bad Bunny Nutrients is putting together like a small, you know, little guy cup here. Uh, but he's, uh, you know, not trying to make anything really off it just to cover cool. the minimum just for the little guys. That's but cool. a good guy, none of them, what, you know, nonetheless. He's same thing, <laughs> same attitude. Fuck high times, you know what I mean? You know, let's do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And hey, with an attitude like that, it's the only way we're gonna get better at everything, you know. In my in my my opinion, because who knows? Even the underdog gonna see that, then they're gonna rise up from that. You know what I mean? The people younger than us, they look up to this, you know. So, so I, you know, I dig this. So, would you? I didn't even get a chance to ask you, basically. We kind of just ran with this. I don't even know if I should ask now because it walked us so far backwards. But you okay, said, I asked it. I got to take uh, a when it was. When was the first time with the your cannabis, you know, when was the first time you got high? I mean, a lot of us, I mean, I've heard all the way to six. Yeah, six. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was nine years old. Uh, I was nine. And uh, ever since then, I loved it, you know. <laughs> I really I really started when I started when I was 12. Uh, that's when I started. But when I was nine was when I first hit it. Right on, right on. And uh, the story, I mean, here's the story. Everybody wants to know the story. So basically... Uh, you know, I was, uh, I have two older brothers, okay, uh, and at the time, this is about 90 fucking eight, or I mean, uh, about 99, 2000, probably 99 though, and uh, maybe was I younger than shit? I don't know, dude. Anyway, no cell phones, everybody was on bikes and rollerblades and skateboards, you know what I'm saying? playing fucking basketball every day. The park was loaded every day. Uh, you know, knocking on people's doors to say what's up. So this is back in the day. I had this buddy named Eddie. He was a couple of years older than me. And uh, he was like my best friend, man. And he, uh, we were sitting on his porch, you know, and his older sister was like friends with my older brother. And she was weird, man. She was really weird. But anyway, she, uh, 
she fucking apparently hooked him up with some weed and he was like, you want to smoke some weed? And we are just sitting on the front porch and I was like, yeah, man, I'll hit it. I hit it. Nothing happened really. You know, I was like, sweet. I felt really cool, you know, because I don't know. I was nine years old, you know, I was already smoking cigarettes, but I fucking, now that I was smoking weed, I was like really cool. You know what I'm saying? Plus I was a skateboarder hanging out with the older kids, you know, everybody was like, Oh, you know, look out for that cat, you know? And, uh, fucking, so I, I thought I was cool. And then, uh, when it, when I was 12, uh, it was funny. This is when I first got high, you know, um, I was in Wyandotte, my dad. Wait, was I 12? No, I was like 11. I was 11. I had to be because uh, I'm not trying to you know, be like this, but my dad died when I was 12. So I was 11 and I was at my dad's house. And uh, this dude next door was uh, oh, like a couple years older than me. You know, he's a little fucker, man. He used to shoot paintballs at the fucking mailman and shit, bro. <laughs> He used to do all sorts of fucked up shit, dude. It was so funny. And, like, I would be his little sidekick sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so his brother used to do, like, work for uh, cannabis, man. He would do car work for people. And uh, so he'd have, like, pounds laying around, you know. And uh, he, his, his little brother, you know, my buddy, he was like, hey, come hit this shit, you know. And he was in uh, – we are smoking out of uh, – what do you call it, a dugout, you know? We are smoking out of a dugout. And the second hit, bro, the second hit, I started, like, almost hallucinating, like, tripping, bro. I was I was young, you know? I was into Pokemon. And uh, I just remember I was like, man, I feel like Blastoise, bro. I feel like Blastoise. And I grabbed a blanket and I put it over my head. And I was like, eh. <laughs> you know, acting like a crazy kid getting high, you know what I mean? And uh, ever since, like, what? From like then until, I mean, from then until I was like 17, I always was getting really high on weed. You know what I mean? So like I always leaned towards like painkillers and shit because I was too fucking hyped up. But now, I mean, I use weed for the same reason I used painkillers. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny how that works out. But yeah, that's that was, that's how I uh, first started smoking. funny story uh you know i i'm glad to hear you make the switch to be honest with you because you know i've actually lost you know i come i i i somehow somehow managed to avoid the pharmaceutical addition that plagued so much of the people that in my family and that i grew up around man they should killed my mom I'm serious. I'm serious. I prescription grills, pills killed my mom at 48. She was uh, Vicodin, anything she could get her hand on. Uh, she fucking, I actually used my, I, this, uh, I actually used my oldest daughter as a let somewhat leverage tried to in my so in my mind and this is really a fucking 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 moment too in my mind uh i tried to use my daughter as a tool to help get her off of drugs but in the end i think 
I've deprived her of seeing her daughter, granddaughter, and you know, and then she passed. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And in that, you know, ups and downs, she actually there was a time where I didn't see her and she'd get clean and then it'd be like, Okay, you're clean and then she would that that celebration would be enough to get high on the way over. And by the time she, she'd stop, get something, and she'd be fucked up by the time she'd get to the house. But it was also anything to see her, right? You know, it wasn't just, it wasn't, it was basically that's what you had to do to see her, you know, right? Like, it's just so you could be like, you know. Uh, every Everything I thought I did, I honestly thought I was doing because I loved her. And I honestly, looking back, think of all the time I probably, you know, robbed myself from her you know what I mean but here's the thing you can't blame yourself for any of that because check this out man the person that died uh was like my best friend and my girlfriend I mean we're I was friends with her since I was 13 years old and uh she died in my bed uh I woke up and she was dead you know and she uh I, it was her birthday too, bro. And here's the thing. She, um, we were, I was trying to get her off drugs, you know? So this is how I did it. When I, the second I knew she was doing them and this is, this was me after being clean for a year. I mean, I, I, I went to rehab a bunch of times and shit. I was on the streets, you know, blah, blah, blah. But my, uh, she was doing drugs and I seen it. So I was like, yo, here, I'm not letting you do all that shit. So I would, I would take it and I'd cut it in half and I'd be like, there, that's all you get. And, uh, I would get high. And I, she was like, I don't like you high. And I said, me neither. I said, this is what it does though. And I was like, I don't want you doing this shit, you know? And, uh, so she got clean because she didn't like seeing me on it straight up and uh she was happy for like a week you know and uh we got some boxing i got her on some boxing and stuff well i didn't get her on some boxing it's just like i encouraged her to like try and get clean you know and uh on her birthday bro like i took some xanax and drank about uh a case of beer and fucking you know we got fucking baked and i told her i was like i can't stay up i'm sorry i I went to sleep and i woke up and she was she was dead and i didn't know it i ran downstairs and her dad's you know asleep and uh i run outside i'm like my truck's here what the fuck i run back upstairs and i see her there in front of my bed that and uh i run out i i ran downstairs i said wake up call an ambulance i grabbed a garbage lid full of snow and i ran upstairs upstairs and i put it in her armpits and i fucking you know I tried getting her up and shit, and I said, call the ambulance, yada, yada, fucking cops came, and they fucking, they treated me like shit, it was crazy, bro, it was crazy, but, you know, I, 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 sometimes I catch myself slipping and thinking about that, like how you, you were just talking about it, and, uh, it's, it, and, uh, it's just not, it it doesn't, it, it really, it's not, I fell asleep and she got that shit. There, I was with her every second. I fell asleep and she went and got that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you could have done, bro. Different. Everything you did was probably a light in her life. 
that's how you should probably look at it. Cause she wrote me, she, you know, like she, she appreciated me. All right. This is somebody, she came from pretty rough fucking, all right. Pretty rough fucking place, man. Straight up. And me and her, we, we fit two misfits. We fit really well. And you know, drugs stole her right on my fucking arms. And, uh, it's, uh, it's not, I was sleeping, bro. There's nothing I could have done. There's nothing. I did everything I could leading up to that point to try and get her away from it. You know, I didn't even know where she was getting the shit. And it's like, I, you know, like I thought that first, like I would want to kill them. You know what I'm saying? Like get rid of them motherfuckers. And, uh, I, I, I went out, I, I drove out West and I said, fuck this, you know, and I took, I went some soul, soul searching and I changed my life around. I quit hustling everything. I quit, uh, just everything, you know, I didn't want to see that no more. And on my way back from traveling out West and doing soul searching and shit, my, my, one of my best friends, my other best friend fucking died. And he just met, we were just messaging with each other. Like, uh, I miss you, bro, you know, and shit. And he's like, he's a rapper and shit. And like a lot of people know him for thugging and beating the fuck out of people and robbing and shit. But that was my, we skated together. You know, we, we didn't do drugs with each other. We were brothers. We brothers don't do drugs with each other. They don't, they don't want each other to see each other fucking fail you know, and we wouldn't do drugs with each other. That was a real motherfucker. And he's gone on my way back. Sorry, I, was, lost, bro. I was trying to same for you, bro. We all, we've all lost them. You know what I'm saying? We've all lost some real ones, man. And if you haven't, you know, that's okay, man. I'm, you know, I'm still glad you're here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing is, is, uh, you know, um, I guess I have more of a positive message from it than, you know, I could take from it, you know, and that's just because I don't want to see people fail. I don't want, I, I want to see people succeed, even though I feel like, you know, what, you know, you, you know, I kind of feel like a failure sometimes, but it's just because coming from the gutter, it's kind of hard to fucking, I don't want to egotistically beat my head that I'm the man. I want to be real here. You know, like I want to be real. What I, what I got ain't shit. I don't have that much shit, bro. But what I got, I can work with like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I ain't worried about, I'm not, and, and so I'm not worried about people's opinion. That's just me being real is when I say I'm a failure, yada, yada. I don't, I don't even have a GED, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I can, shit, shit. Dude, I, that's what I'm saying about the hustle. You know, I mean, the hustle of life, sometimes the hands we're dealt with, makes us a so much better of a person and i i'm seeing that and again i've said for the twice second time i'm seeing that in the cat that i'm looking across from the screen man and i've seen somebody that uh has made the best out of a fucking obviously you know a rough path and i've got tons of respect for you man chat's giving me fucking tons of fucking props all through this man thanks chat much love guys real so 
you know, I do, I got tons of respect for you so far and, and not so far. Boom. I have tons of respect for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same so, here. you know, yeah. I appreciate and I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that cannabis has had this kind of impact on your life, man, because it oh. is mine. You know, this, this, this shit that we're talking about right here, this is, this is why I do this, man. This is why I've been a caregiver. This is why, I, you know, fucking, I like to hear these stories because they need to be told, man. They fucking, the people that are on that cusp of not knowing if fucking they fucking, they cannabis can do it or not. They can leave the addiction and fucking come to cannabis. They can't. These, these stories are fucking true. You know what I mean? So Bro, thank you I've for grown, you know, so telling us yours, man. I've done, I've done some, you know, even shit, man. Like everything I've told you is just basically, you know, like a little, there's so much more, like, it's so like my story has so many different chapters. It's fucking crazy. Like, and, and I notice people who are successful don't have as many stories. You know what I'm saying? But the people who are super successful have a lot of stories. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to compare myself, but I'm just saying, you know, like I got a lot of fucking, I got a thick, I got a thick old fucking book, man, with some crazy chapters. Like, you know, I have some funny characters in my fucking book, man, that people would laugh their asses off if they heard about like, <laughs> like uh, straight up, man. And uh, I've done, I've had some crazy trips on shrooms, man, like that are like straight up out of this fucking world, bro. And if I explained it, people would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like I had to like recoup. I had, I almost had PTSD from a mushroom trip before. <laughs> like straight up, ended up in handcuffs. Oh, in handcuffs? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, it was crazy. But, uh, some crazy nights like that. <laughs> not from mushrooms, from, from acid, not mushrooms. I've had, I've had acid trips that's led there, but not really? mushroom trips. The See, mushroom, yeah. the worst mushroom trip I ever had had me. I talk about this. It actually changed my life. It was like two years ago. I don't want to get too deep into it because it's a pretty long story. But exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I messed up. I was taking philosopher stones. I was getting them wet. You know what I mean? Oddly enough, for my one of my daughter's boyfriends, and uh, <laughs> and uh, which are old enough twenties. 20s can believe my oldest daughter is 25 so this well it's not like it was youngins when i say daughter is completely an adult i hear you anyways but we all know i fast think forward yeah <laughs> so they were wet at the time you know what i mean and then all of a sudden he he palms me a dry batch and i didn't fucking you know i was taking five five a wet and then all of a sudden, I take five five completely dry, and whoo, woof. Bye-bye. I ended up having to fucking. I it was tough, man. It it bombed me up like real bad. It made me see shit I didn't want to see, yes. which ended up becoming true. All of it came true. All of what I was faced to like, you know, deal with that night. All of it came true, brother. 
all of it came true. It was like, it was like, it was like being blind for so long and then having the mushroom, the truth, just somebody holding my eyes open and going, this is what's really going on. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was tough. And I, I, at one point, man, I couldn't even talk. I had to call somebody and just have them on the phone to just hear, you know what I mean? I didn't even say no. I just had to know there was a connection to, you know, sanity. That's exactly. Hey, that's why I ended up in cuffs because I was looking for that, that I was look. I was that deep, bro. That's why I ended up in cuffs was because I was looking for that fucking reality check, man. That lifeline. Bro, it was scary. It was really scary. Um, it was scary as fuck, for sure. Eagle, I got to take a fat piss, man. Go ahead, man. I'll talk to Chad for a minute if, for sure. if you want to roll with that. See if they have any questions. Uh, get the most asked question or whatever. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. If you guys have uh, have any questions for Gus, go ahead and throw them up there and uh, tag me. If you'd like me to ask him some questions, man, what a great story so far, man. I'm, you know, tons of respect for this guy. Chet Bob 13, nice to see you in chat, my friend. How are you doing? You've been missed last few days. Anybody seen Johnny? Johnny in chat tonight? What the fuck? I haven't seen Johnny's name tonight. Joe Y, Australian grown cheers to you guys. Of course, Smiley's Garden, Soilborn Addiction. Bill Sid, The Art of War. I love that book. I love them types of books. I uh, just got done reading uh, The Training Mind, which is right along the lines of The Art of War. Great book as well. Oh, I spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> uh, Lexi's my middle daughter, by the way. She's my middle daughter, Lexi. Australian goes 424.20. Cheers to you guys as well. EA. Is that Andy? Andy, are you EA? Change your name a little bit there. Symbol looks the same. The same. Of course, Chaz Westport. Much respect to you, my friend Ian. Who else we got floating around, Chad? If you're not full times full, cheers to you. I seen Madam T in there earlier. Cass, I don't know if you're still listening. Cheers to you. Hopefully, Cheech B in chat as well. Dozer, what in the fuck is that symbol? I seen Smiley ass in chat earlier too. Yeah, I don't know what that is, man. Every time I try to pull up your name, I'm like, what the fuck is that symbol? Al the Beastly, cheers to you, my friend, as well. No, you're not Andy. A new name? I got to put a new name in there? EA? EA, you're on the shout-outs list since you're not Andy. Oh, my God. I just I just seen the hairstylist thing. That's hilarious, dude. Is that what that thing is? What? Dozer? Is that what you're talking about? I see somebody saying, do we have the same barber? <laughs> oh. I showed my girlfriend... I showed my girlfriend, and she's like, dude, people are going to bust your balls about that. She's like, because you guys look so much alike, dude. <laughs> she's like, you guys look related, man. I was like, I know, dude. It sucks, but that's what it is, you know? Oh, it's so dude, funny. You know what's funny is we share – I know you're new to this 
this uh, you know show and community. But again, if you look back at a lot of these episodes, man, the way we feel about money and uh, a whole, you know, unwittingly the backstory, Eagle, I'm a lot similar. No, I'm going to cut you off. That's why. That's why I reached out to you, and I haven't reached out to anyone else really, like about because I feel like my like I feel like I can actually vibe with you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And like, actually, maybe have a stronghold. You know what I'm saying? In the future, for for future things uh-huh. with, with cannabis and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I totally enjoyed this. They were saying, though, because of uh, our similar outlook, attitude, and somewhat backstory, uh, they were saying, he's a he's a baby eagle. He's a baby eagle. <laughs> then they were, they said, they were like, Vegas is dead, and then oh there's eagle God. and baby eagle. Holy shit, there's a whole troop of them. That's so funny. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. There's nothing wrong with this here. Come on, guys. This is right. perfect. Get up and go below. Now what's sad is once you get this haircut, you can never go back. It's never go. You can never recover from this haircut. You can never grow hair. <laughs> Just play. What are we looking at? Temple. Temple Kush. Beautiful. Temple Kush. This one is... uh. Mr. Nasty, really hard to get her going, but she's going to be worth it. And this is uh, Anamices from uh, Fish Food or something like that, or Fishy Kush, which is a wedding cake cross. Look at all that. Isn't that funny? It's kind of funny, huh? I mean, really. Ah, it happens. It Welcome home. Honey, I'm home. So, so I got to touch a little bit about the breeding thing because that does kind of strike on this side quite a bit. And, it, you know, I do preach a lot about the breeding, you know what I mean? A lot about the don't, don't, don't. And I don't have a problem with the little guys breeding for their sustainability, keeping it home, experiments like that. It's mainly for when, you know, their people are just crossing shit and trying to make a buck off it. And I'm a breeder. And you know what I mean? But if you're doing it for sustainability Fuck. or Fuck you fucking... Right? Right? That, you know what I mean? If you're going to do it for sustainability and work something out and then you know it's good and you've got something stable and then you want to pass it out, fucking power to you. Work it. You know oh, what I mean? Do the work. Be a proper breeder. So you got to start somewhere. And here's the thing, dude. I, I'm I'm gonna breed them out. Like uh, find a male and female from each one, the best one, and then I'm gonna make that make that my selection for the rest of my life. Out of that, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, there's nothing that, you know, I don't, even, you know, if you're giving them out, you know, as long as when you're having them out, you're going, this is what I'm doing. And then the other thing, that's a problem with a lot of the breeding that I have. I was talking about that the other night with Canafari, that I would like breeders when they're working their shit. I want to know, you know, is this an F1? 
You know what I mean? A lot of people, you know, they just buy seeds. They have no idea what phase of breeding they, they're buying. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is this... I don't want to, I don't want to hand my stuff out until I actually get um, a male and female of each one, a couple runs. It's going to be, it's going to be maybe, maybe like a year and a half before I get something I really want to hand out. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I'm not doing this making seeds and then being like, yo, hit me up. I got cool seeds. I got cool stuff. No, that's not what I'm doing. And I want people to know that like, you know, that's not at all what I'm doing. That's not what I'm about. And if that's what you're doing, I don't support you. <laughs> you know, like I really don't. And uh, I want to, I want to bind with a community who's just like me, who doesn't support those people. And there's, there's us, there's going to be you with your little money game. And then there's going to be people who actually fucking stand for something. Okay. And that's, that's, that's how it is, bro. And I'm on that line. I'm, I'm on that line of the fence, bro. I'm never going to be on the fence. I'm not ever going to fucking sell out or sell my shit, dude. Straight up. You're in Michigan. If you're in Michigan and you want, you want a hand in my shit when it gets good and I figure it out after a couple of years, be my guest, dude. Um, I'm all in. I just, that awkward pause. That's fucking hilarious. You just, it's kind of like sealed the deal probably out of the, the, the little, the junior little thing. It was like, just like, again, you probably, you said been about here about two weeks ago. This, I'm coming up on year two. You know what I mean? And oh, it's two years. I thought me, it was one, dude. That's awesome. Well, we're, no, you're right. It is. I'm just starting to. So I just come around one. Okay. okay cool. And right around one there, things, you know, I, I'm, you know, you, you've told me your story and I, I try to be very real and honest. I duck a lot of shit. I don't like to talk about myself, but, you know, you've told me your story, man. And I was on that. That weird moment, you know, fucking life kind of fucking kick you in the face, kind of. It, it was the perfect storm of bullshit, to be honest with you. <laughs> life, bullshit, and bullshit, and bullshit. And just when I thought I had a fucking handle on it, fucking bullshit lifted my head up by the hair I didn't have and then kind of kicked me in the teeth one last time. And <laughs> I was fucking kind of had me staggered there for a few days a week and then uh you know i kind of had that moment where i was like you know what you that when you hit that moment you decide what you want what you're going to be passionate about and this this project right here cannabis my whole it 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 was a total reinvigoration on this project and i kind of got back on air after a couple of days of fucking fuckity foo and fucking said you know what guys i'm back and i'm all fucking in <laughs> i'm all in on this project so that was that's why i kind of laughed when you said that because that's been my motto lately i'm fucking all in <laughs> yeah bro. yeah hell yeah yeah I've, I've been watching for the past couple of weeks i mean not every day but and i'm trying to i try to see some of the older stuff that uh on your channel, you know, so. I hope you do, man. A lot of cool shit, man. Fucking, 
you know, there's over 300. This is 358, man. There's well over 300 and some stories, just like your own cool people. That's what I built this whole community about was like on people like ourselves. You know, I don't, I started this with the, you know, the idea of just doing it for fun and I'm going to keep doing it for fun. I don't, I'm not I'm trying to monetize shit. I'm not trying to sell anybody shit. Yeah. You said you made like four cents or some shit. Like, <laughs> like you're not trying to do nothing big on this. I'm not even, man. I don't even want to, you know, and that's yeah. the thing too. I've been quite on the record of saying, man, I think once it, money you start taking money in that's when it starts becoming a, a fucking obligation and you start regretting it you know what i mean Cause you Dude, have to. yeah i have a whole and lot I, to I, say I, on that too shit <laughs> but go on no go on you know and i don't want to make it to where i have to i want to keep this to where i love it you know what i mean yep. and it's too easy to keep it to where you know i'm I love it because I love it. You know what I mean? And I don't want to make it to where I, I regret it or I feel like I have to or whatever. I I love it the way it is and I don't plan on fucking changing it anytime soon. Hey, bro. And you know what? There's more power to you for that because there's too many sponsor me sluts out there. Way too many sponsor me sluts. Keep it real. You know what I'm saying? You're keeping it real. I can appreciate that. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, bro. You know. You know, and I'm not the only one. There's a there's a ton of great people that hang out here and donate well, that's, time, and hopefully that you know what I mean. You'll be part of that. That's it takes, what I'm saying, my it man. Takes this oh, yeah. aspect to uh, you have to do this to get to the wormhole, and you know, start hanging out as freely as you'd like to hang out. You Dude, I, I mean? want to meet you. I want to meet people, man. You guys are really cool, and I love what you're doing, Eagle. It's fucking rad, dude. You're bringing in some cool people, you know. And uh, yeah, man, I, I really approve of what you're doing and the way that you you carry yourself and everything. You know, uh, fucking, you keep it at a. Uh, it's it's a it's like a personal. You don't have to be all business hype, and like, dude, because I, I got some info. Like I said earlier, people don't take me real. Like I, I'll send a drunk message about some real info, and it probably sounds like ass to them, you know. So here I am, fucking blabbering on them, and they're like, "God, this guy." But you are real and chill, and I can I have this platform now to be like, "Yo, people, here's some info," and I don't seem like such a jackass. And not only that. I get to, I, I, I really wanted to meet, uh, I wanted to meet people who are like-minded because I've been in, dude, I've been in the street world. You know, I have, I've grown for fucking some shady motherfuckers, man. I've, I've done A and B for some, I've done A and B part nutrients for some shady people who have fucked me over bad. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I, I don't, I, feel like there's a lot more people like me out there who, you know, are wanting to keep this at a hobby level, but keep it at their best that they can, you know, and have fun with it and like really be about uh, the, what it does for people and like who it brings around and like how it makes you feel, what it does for health, you know, money is money. There's, 
you can make money off of selling fucking dirty pictures of your dirty feet. All right. Who, like if you're making money off of weed and stuff, it's like, dude, it's, it's nothing new, you know, like, you know, who do you think is at the top? The, the motherfucking dogs who have been at the top since cannabis has been sold in your neighborhood, bro. Like you're never going to get up there, dude. Like chill out. You know what I mean? Like that's a pipe dream. These people that get all hype and they want to get to the top. It's like, dude, the people who, who sold you weed when you were in high school are still at the top, dude. Don't kid yourself. You're never going to get up there. Chill the fuck out, you know, unless you come up with some shit no one has ever heard of ever. You're never going to get there. You know, like, I mean, and I don't mean to sound like that, but it's like, don't try to be that person. That's what makes you not that person. You know, if and everybody's trying to be that person, so they end up looking like to someone like me and you, like, dude, this guy's just a fucking a money, a dollar sign. You know, like he's not real. He's just a bill. So let's uh, when uh, when well, let's get back. Uh, we took you took us all the way to California, and we kind of oh. we. We took the big fat piss. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do that thing. Was like three beers. They came. They, I'm glad I I can refill with some water now, though. <laughs> California, man. Oh man, I have some funny times in California working for the magazine crew. If you guys are out west, you know what I'm talking about. These guys go knocking on doors and selling fake fucking magazine subscriptions in Beverly Hills. I've seen some pretty cool spots doing it. I've smoked some pretty cool weed doing it. In Arizona, cheapest weed I ever bought, I gave this guy $5, and he gave me a handful, and he said, is that enough? I said, no. <laughs> he kept giving me more, dude. It was called stress. That's what they called it in Arizona, regs. You know, like uh, Mexican brickweed. But I love that shit. I, I love, I honestly, I miss, I miss those days of buying fucking Mexican brickweed, dude. I really do. I loved it. I loved getting that sprayed shit. <laughs> sprayed with a bunch of fucking pesticides. I don't know what it was, dude. It just got me so stoned. I don't know if I loved the weed as much as I love that time in my life. You know what I mean? I hope I hope the people of the future, the you know, the next generation doesn't know brickweed. Yeah. But that was a very <laughs> fucking amazing time, to be honest with you. You're right, you're right. No, I agree. I, I can I can yeah, hundred percent agree with that actually. Cause uh I don't want anybody I remember <laughs> fucking fluffing them bricks, man. Fucking getting, you know. 10 pound bricks and just fucking taking them and fucking over a three gallon pot of water and a fucking uh, baker's rack and fluffing that shit up and fucking <laughs> make it look halfway decent before it went out. Orange peel. <laughs> and then filling like the big bag with orange peels and shit. Whatever, you know, fucking you ever try that one? <laughs> yes. Yes. God, that was back in the days, man. Yeah, Back in the it's, days, it's funny because I'm, I'm like a younger. Like I said, I'm not afraid to admit that you know I've you know, cannabis saved my. I talk about cannabis saved my life. It's been 
so on so many levels it's like in at different points too you know what i mean it's been yeah. there had to save me for a bit the guy got me up to a different level then in a different level and it's kind of went from like it's been a way like a way weird progression it was like kind of get you high a little bit get you just away from life and its stress and then it kind of provided a little income for a little while and then it fucking taught me how to grow and then it actually started you know a little bit of income but it started making me a little bit better of a person and then as you grow man it it fucking it expands your mind it makes you a better fucking person all the humbling experience yes it is man it's the plant grows and you grow each grow it, it does it man it starts you know sucking the shitty shit out of you makes you start rethinking things and yeah it's a miracle on the path of the cannabis man and i owe a lot a lot to this plant that's what i say man when this recent thing man i looked at things you know what i mean and i was like man that's the direction i need to go in that one right there has been Mm-hmm. saved my ass so many times and you know it saved a lot of people you know, not, not just you know I've actually it has medically saved a lot of people around me you know mm-hmm. my daughter one oh my, cool my daughter here in chat man you know they she had a problem with PTSD after car accident terrible I won't get too into much of you know her story but you know dude me too I had a pretty fucking I had a pretty fucked up uh I had a few car accidents I've been in actually, but the last one I was in, it sucked, man. Cause, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Car accidents fucking suck, man. Now, like it's hard for people that are driving with me to understand besides, uh, under the canopy 420, my buddy, Mike, dude, he, he gets it. He understands like everything that's fucking wrong with me. It's awesome. And uh, I really appreciate that because a lot of people don't get it. But, dude, in a car, if I'm not driving, like, it's I am so fucking nervous in a car, bro. It, it just scares the shit out of me now. And uh, I got to be driving. And even when I'm driving sometimes, like, when I'm going around turns, because what happened was I got wrapped around a tree when we were going around a turn, you know, and... Uh, fucking yeah the, the, the person that i was with which hopefully it's not your daughter i mean i'm not saying hopefully it wasn't your daughter but <laughs> she'd probably say something if it was but anyway um the girl i was with she broke her collarbone in this fucking accident too and uh like i didn't have anything wrong with me visibly but my uh when i got hit by the tree bro my knee overlap my other knee and my nuts got fucking like squished bro and i've had pain in my fucking nut bag ever since like bad in my back like so bad but dude i got fucking ever since that i've been so scared in a car accident the one before that though um i got rear-ended going 55 miles per hour and i wasn't the driver in that one either so i can't i don't like being in a car with somebody i don't know you know what I mean? I, I just can't do it. It's, it's just, they got to know me. Otherwise, it's going to be a fucking shitty ride. 
Dude, so we and that shit is fucking real, you know. And I seen that shit my with my daughter, you know. To be honest with you, super honest with you, you know, I, I got some years on you. You know what I mean? And the seeing the uh, the younger generations come up with a lot of anxiety and PTSD for multi reasons, I I kind of questioned it because it was so so everywhere you know what i mean it was so talked about it seemed like every kid had it and it just like it was like a it seemed like it was just a blanket term anymore you know what i mean Dude, and yeah. so i kind of questioned it i kind of questioned it a little bit and then when it my daughter had it there and i seen her struggle with it man was that a fucking wake up call for me oh i i felt like apologizing oh, man. to everybody that i ever come across that said they had it and yeah. it was everything you're talking about man yeah for the longest time i couldn't even get her into she was thrown from car too, 100 miles an hour while the car rolled and chased her and her girlfriend to oh. the tree line they barely, you know, both of them just barely missed the tree while the car rolled I mean, at them, man, hit the tree, yeah. and then barely bounced back from crushing them. It landed at their feet. I mean, it was the officer when he told me the story cried because he said it never works out like that, to be honest with you. So, it, man, it was a long journey to get her back into a car. There was, you couldn't there was you could you could watch her i mean seriously she'd be like okay i'm okay to get in the car today and then yeah, as you'd get down the road man you could just see it her lock up and you, you she'd have to you radio you couldn't listen to the radio you there was times where we just had to turn around and go back home you know what i mean or you yeah. do know what i mean obviously and it was even to this day, there you know, it hits her out of nowhere. We can have great days and be headed on, you know, and it, you know, it is, it is what it is. It's hard to deal with them instances, and you never see them coming, man. I had talked to you both, man. It's what, what, and I, they, after that, man, they tried to give her fucking shit for that shit, and it was back and forth on, well, she can, well, liquid value. 19 years old, she can't even, I can't take mashed potatoes. She can't take pills. So this happened pretty young, huh? Which I, yeah, and I'm pretty thankful that she can't take pills because of the the genetics that we've talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's, so I'm thankful, actually, she can't take a pill. But when this happened, they prescribed her liquid value, liquid value to you know, at the time, a, re- a re- irresponsible 19-year-old, five mils, which is a drop. You know what I mean? They gave her a bottle this fucking big. Here you go, and man, it was terrible, terrible. So they p- took her off that. They put her on some other shit, and that yeah. other shit was, man, every side effect that you, every side effect, every yeah, fucking side effect. I've been luckily, cannabis, yeah. CBD, fucking stepped in, and you know. I, you know, like I said, man, I owe this plant so much. Straight so up, much. dude. I, uh, yeah, I've been on uh, <coughs> every every pill a psychiatric doctor tries to push. I've been on straight up uh, every pain pill. I've been, you know, I had a doctor that would prescribe me Adderall, Xanax, and Percocet at the same time, 
and I'd fucking go ham or I'd sell them. It was up to me what I wanted to do, you know, like that was from 17 until 24, you know, I would get a Percocet, Xanax and fucking Adderall and shit. Uh, On top of that, they depending on how, if I was, and this is what I figured out when I was coming off of a withdrawal is when I'd end up in the psych ward. I didn't know what withdrawal was. That's where I got my bipolar from, was from me withdrawing, being without shit, straight up. I would go crazy and act crazy, get all paranoid, all sorts of shit. So now I know, just sticking to cannabis, and I, well, I drink too, but if I get too out of hand with drinking, that causes paranoia too. So I got to be easy with drinking, you know what I'm saying? But uh, they put me on a bunch of shit, man. I mean, I've been on, when I was... When I was 13, I broke my ankle and they put me on Oxycontin, you know, and uh, it was like, bye bye world, you know, hello, hello, opium. <laughs> so it's, you it's know. rough, bro. That shit's rough, man. That's another thing, too, man. People, this is where the terrible addiction is with that, is, man. People don't even realize they've healed. You know what I mean? They get that pain medication and they fucking take in that shit and you it mass everything. You, oh, yeah, I feel good. I feel good. I'm healed. So they take, you know, they stop taking it. Oh, my God, the aches and pains are back. Oh, I must. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm still hurt. Well, it's not the injury that's hurting you anymore. It's the aches and pains from the fucking opiates leaving your body. You know what I mean? So they're tricked into thinking it's the injury. It's not the injury. You're fucking healed. Your fucking aches and pains are from the medicine. So you gobble in more. I'm not ready. And then it's just more and more and more. I've seen the fucking cycle so many times i have to go uh close things up i'll be right back no problem man todd kendricks cheers to you thank you all for listening uh hope lexi if you're listening i hope you don't mind me sharing a little bit of your story much love to you baby cheddar bob 13 you're exactly right. Nine pound hammer is amazing for a sleep aid. Uh, I ran that for a very long time. That my patients love that. I had a cancer patient that made, as you say, RSO out of it. And it was his, oh, he got so much uh, fucking relief out of the nine pound hammer RSO. Times he couldn't sleep at all. Dude, I've, uh, see, this is the thing. I made so many different batches of different shits. <clears throat> is this still on? Oh, no. But I've made so many different batches. Um, I think the most, honestly, the most instantly healed I've ever felt from the plant was when I juiced it raw, straight up. I've never felt anything better. Um, Actually, it kind of reminds me of when I eat really healthy, like three days in a row. Um, 
everything is running better. You know, uh, your sexual drive is stronger. Uh, your mental, like your mental state is just like uplifted. I think the raw plant has a lot more benefits than people know about because it's invisible, you know, and, uh, everybody's, everybody's system is linked to their DNA differently. Really. I mean, I mean, it's, it's connected the same, but it, it, it affects them differently. Like different things affect people's system differently. So like, you know, raw cannabis, what it does for me, it, it might affect your, the, the ailments that you have and it, you know, make you feel those uplifted. You don't have the same thing going on as me in your body, but it might, it might help you. You know what I'm saying? I think raw cannabis is sweet. Um, I've made a lot of RSO and stuff like that, but in the sleep is great and shitting all your fucking just shitting and, you know, basically just shit your guts out, you know, and getting that fresh start is really nice. That's really good. But I think, um, it's, it might be too expensive to just juice raw cannabis. <laughs> I mean, you know, that could be a pricey. I'll tell you what, I've never tried it myself, but you know, there's folks just like you're saying, uh, that say agree with you a hundred percent. Tribal Gardens was on the show and he same, said the same thing. He actually made, he makes his into ice cubes. And then just throws them in with a drink or something like that. I can't remember which drink. But uh, he actually, Smiley's Garden's asking about juicing raw cannabis. Uh, but he actually, he was, he had fiber, he suffers from fibromyalgia. It was one of the reasons uh, he started juicing with them. And before, you know, all that, he, he said they had problems with their uh, fingernails getting weak and you know uh like bending back teeth getting loose you know what i mean he said once he started juicing his stomach problems we got instantly better fingernails solid backed up his teeth tightened back up he noticed the the benefits almost immediately but uh but what what you about what you're saying about how your body you think your body dictates you know how it goes for different people. I 100% agree with that. I was just telling a friend that the other day, and a lot of people I've told on the show my opinion on this as well, about just edibles in general. You know, the people that fucking, you, you, you let's say me and you eat edibles side by side. We're the same, you know, basically body structure. Weight. <laughs> Don't I'm say not that. saying that. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just as an example. As a, I don't know. I'm just uh, as an example. No, that's funny, though. You know what I mean? Because um, everybody in the chat's going to laugh at that one. <laughs> probably, probably. But, you know, I eat my same amount of edibles. You eat the same amount of edibles. Yeah. I get yeah. tore up. You don't, or vice versa. Yeah. I, I do need my brother never get, we can never get ripped off of him. See, now, that's where the flag comes up. That's where the flag, you know, I always tell the people, man, if you're not getting high off of edibles, I think they're your body's, oh. you you eat it and your body's going, hey, man, you, you don't need to get this to get high. Your body, we're going to turn this into like a pain, an anti-inflammatory. It's going to go towards your back. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not turning it into Delta 11 where you're getting high. Yeah. I think your body, as it's being ingested, you know, dictates this is a medicine or this is getting high. You know what I mean? Basically. So the for again the two side by side, because you know what I mean, if one's getting high and like again, the side by side, I'm getting tore up, or you know, you're getting tore up and I'm not, I'm thinking, man, there's something on there's I'm missing a beat here. I should maybe, you know, rethink, you know, <laughs> see where my cannabis is going, other yeah, than but you really, know, it's my head for the party. It just affects people differently. Yeah. You know. Cause uh yeah, um, I do it all the time, man. And it's just, I just, I give myself a hard time because anytime I smoke the same bud that I make into edibles, I'm ripped. But if I make edibles, dude, oh, another thing is sugar, man, weed sugar. I'm, I've been making weed sugar. I've done it like four times now, okay? And I'm telling you, it gets stronger over time. If you ever, uh, what do you call it? Infuse your sugar with uh tincture like it gets stronger over time as it's dry it needs to like cure or something you know what i mean so i don't know because uh one time i i ate it off rip when it was first dry i didn't get high at all didn't feel nothing didn't feel nothing and then two weeks later i tried it and i was ripped i was fucking completely ripped so Sometimes it needs to cure, I think, with the sugar and the tincture stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's my personal shit. <laughs> like we said, you know? <laughs> well, you know, I've never heard it, you know, actually be, uh, again, when I think of sugar and sugar cubes, I think back to the old days where we just like dose up a sugar cube. I've never even thought about doing like a marijuana, like tincture to sugar, to be honest with you. But when you bring it up and no one, that's the beauty of cannabis, man. It takes you down so many alleys. And I go down the organics road and I'm learning somewhat about ferments. And you're, you're already ahead of me there a little bit, it sounds like. I can't help but wonder years. if uh, the sugars, you know, it seems like sugar, everything's feeding off of sugars. Plants are feeding off sugars. Us as humans dictate, you know, through insulin, how, you know, we live off and it dictates us how we think, whatnot. So I can't help but wonder when you add the, you know, cannabis tincture to the sugar and let it sit, if there isn't some type of metabolizing process. Yeah, 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 something that's working right. into the next phase or something. Man. And that's, that's what I think happens. And here's where <clears throat> this is something new. I've been thinking about this actually for a minute, but um, you, have you heard of C90? C90. Uh, no, I haven't. Tell, tell me about it. C90. Okay, so it's uh, it's sea minerals. It's just dried up seawater that has a bunch of minerals. It has like um, how many different? Does it say ninety different minerals and trace elements? Fifty thousand organic compounds, right? Um, and it's all organic, you know, but you know how they make, um, sauerkraut, right? Well, some of the, the probiotics that come from sauerkraut are in some of the fucking, I've noticed on some of the labels of these, these things, uh, micro bottles, right? 
and I'm just sitting here thinking like, okay, they're using uh, regular salt basically or sea salt to make, um, what do you call it? Sauerkraut. But if I use C90 to do it, right? I will then gain those this this lactic this lactobacillus that's in the uh, sauerkraut, and I will have this trace mineral, so I can use that as an input. So now I'm going to work on making a sauerkraut slash fruit ferments using C90, and um, rather than using all brown sugar, because I. Uh, along with a lot of other people with the KNF shit are like, man, uh, all this sugar, all this sugar, you know what I mean? And if you're not using brown rice vinegar with your inputs, you're having the problem with it. Okay. And that's why I don't use too many KNF inputs is because I don't use the, the brown rice vinegar. So I think when I do this, it's going to help out a lot. And uh, it's going to kind of be that crossroad of, Oh, I don't really need to use brown sugar as much as I do now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna give that a whirl and see how that goes. And obviously you only use a little pinch of the sea minerals with like a five gallon bucket. You only use a pinch, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so with when I do that, it's gonna be very minimal, you know? But um, yeah, man, I'm gonna try that shit out, fucking ferments or where it's at i mean it has been for my i mean my foliar regime is just faa ohn c90 and this photo plus and sometimes i'll throw in like this like alfalfa shit or some other kind of grain for men or something like that you know but nice uh you know and again that's what makes this kind of cool is if you can make this work in fucking if you can make that kind of shit work in Detroit you know what I mean you can get your shit together and you know use it in Detroit yeah theoretically you can fucking make it work anywhere right yeah (laughs) theoretically yeah you know what I mean the wasteland where I'm at Uh, dude no not necessarily that I'm just um, referring to like because when I talk to people in like the ferments they're taking you know bits and pieces and they're gathering their surroundings you know what i mean they're making their own nitrogen whatever so if you can source your nutrients even you know from your detroit inner city or city surroundings yeah that's what i'm getting at is you can fucking do it anywhere yeah it's crazy it's yeah and even with garbage growing around me I say garbage grown because no one picks it up and uh, people just keep throwing it. So garbage is growing around me with the plants. So it kind of gets a little hectic at times when you're looking around for a good spot or you're looking for some good mushrooms. And then next thing you know, you see a big a bunch of trash or a tent or, you know, some some shitty underwear from somebody that doesn't want to put it in a bag and throw it in the next dumpster they see. I don't know, man. Fucking... Uh, it, it gets frustrating looking for anything that you want to use as an input because uh, I'll tell you what, I'm the, I'm the person that does that. I have a spot. I'm not going to tell you where, but I have a spot where I pick morels that's local. And, you know, I'm the only, I, I told a couple people fucked up, but I have a spot for morel mushrooms that's local. And uh, 
a couple years ago. I ate them and stuff. I'm, I'm starting to think maybe that's why I got sick because the glyphosate, you know, I got, I get them at a local park and I didn't really take it into configuration. Like, Oh man, there's a lot of shit going on in the environment around these morale mushrooms, but they are growing there. And, uh, it sucks, man. Cause like now I'm not going to eat them anymore, but I am going to pick them and use them for art, you know? Um, so that's cool. You know, it's just, you gotta be careful sometimes cause you don't know how much they're spraying around you uh with uh you know uh, houses living right next to each other when they spray one lawn they spray six lawns you know don't kid yourself the that shit travels through the air like no other that's why you can smell it when you're driving through a neighborhood you can smell when a lawn gets sprayed you know if you can smell it it's getting you I learned that from this bi- uh, this documentary uh, that was on Netflix a while ago called, uh, I think it was called Fragrance Free or something, but it was about how the word fragrance that's on the back of all these bottles, you know, is like basically a chemical structure of a bunch of components that are poisonous to humans that make these smells. And it's all in like face products, suntan lotion, fucking baby wipes. Uh, basically everything, you know, they use this word fragrance. If you look and that's what I was talking about earlier. I can get down the rabbit hole really easy if I'm not, you know, smoking good. I will go crazy, bro, thinking about shit like that. But it's real. It exists. And, uh, fit in just fine. Dude, it's fucking, it's so <laughs> real. Dude, before the, actually before the wormhole, it was the rabbit hole. It was the rabbit hole, and that we there's them are the them are actually some of my favorite episodes where it. we kind of we get started talking about growing and then it kind of dies down and then some some of us usually me kind of fucking kicks the ball into the fucking rabbit hole and then fucking it's it just goes deeper and deeper. We just keep it kicking it, kicking it. <laughs> there's actually, in the early days, in the first, like, say, fucking first two months, you know, when uh, the show was getting started and, you know, the guests weren't, you know, shorter. Some of the seg- guest segments were shorter and the rabbit holes were just kicking off. There was literally times where, because I'd, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. I've had some good psilocybin episodes, you know, back. And then that's and them that, you know, take a little microdosing and then, uh, you know, kicking the ball into the rabbit hole. have made for some really good episode uh, rabbit holes. But there's been times where I woke up the next day and I've been like, holy fuck. What did I talk about last night? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit! And I'm like, hey, hey, I instantly quick. grab my phone and I'm looking at the comment section. I'm like, good so far, good so far. <laughs> you have one topic, one thing that you remember from mushrooms that really st- like sticks with you to this day. Like one thought that's just far out, but that's just like, whoa, you know, it makes sense. There's too many. I know, right? <laughs> I just thought of that. I'm like, damn, that's a silly question. There are so it's just everything, you know. <laughs> oh man. You know, you know, I, 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna duck that because honestly, 
quite honestly, I've talked about this as well. Some of my best experience I've ever had on the psilocybin. I like two, two ways I like to indulge there. It's like, well, three, I guess, because now I kind of like to do the show occasionally like that. And because uh, I think it makes for amazing conversation, it just kind of opens the mind up, kind of blocks out everything. And I find it, you know, it finds me, I can tune in, like tap right in easier with the guests. Been a while, man. Like. Two, I, I like to uh, microdose when I'm uh, listening to like audio, working in the, the garden, listening to an audio book or a book about Buddhism yeah. or something like that. I can make help. It helps me make that connection a little bit. When I'm cleaning. And when I, when I got to clean I'm a bunch never, of shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's like Adderall or cocaine for me, you know, microdosing. It's, str- it's probably stronger than cocaine. I, I don't like cocaine. Not a fan of cocaine. A lot of, a lot of people say it does give a lot of energy, and it does to me. But when my best experience, my totally best experience with psilocybin, and, it, and I, I never thought it was possible. And at first, I was scared initially. <clears throat> I fell out. Fell out like peak peak fucking like trip you know what i mean in a good trip i was i was feeling pretty good but i like i was tired man i was exhausted it was a long day and i even thought how am i falling asleep right now man one of the best experiences man i laid down and slept and my mind just kind of up you know i fell asleep my mind unlocked and you know, it was one of the best unlightening experiences I've ever had. I, to this day, I, I encourage it, man. If I, you know, if I'm feeling tired midway, I'm like, hell, I'm almost like, yeah. It went the wake up's a little yeah. foggy, but man, that experience, man, yeah. I've seen like auras, like waking after waking up. I actually was in such a like a lucid state, and I could like see auras. And it was like, wow, it was, but you know what I mean? It was on point. You know what I mean? It wasn't weird. It was, it was on point. And, uh, but yeah, for real. I feel like I crossed the <laughs> I know line. it sounds weird. No, it doesn't sound weird. Uh, I feel like I crossed the line. Like there's, I feel like there's this threshold with mushrooms and like, because I, you know, I've microdosed and everything too. It's it's too strong for me. It really is. Like I don't really take mushrooms anymore. I love to grow them. I love them, and I, I just uh, I haven't really grown them to, to eat their fruit. Really, I've used them for CO two supplement, you know, notation. So <laughs> I haven't really used them for eating because they're so strong. But, uh, <clears throat> like, I feel like. There was this one time I ate way too much. So anytime I take, I take them. Um, it's just, I don't really need it. It's, it's like overload of anxiety for me because I feel like I can feel the, uh, from that, like the trip you just talked about, not trip, but that from what you just talked about, I could feel that. And I, and when you say that, I can visualize that in my head and feel that aura and, and know what you're talking about. So, like, I, it really left an imprint on me 
um, mushrooms have. And that's why I believe in them, you know, and uh, I don't even really take them anymore, dude. Like, to be honest, <laughs> but I love them because it's, what they've it's done. the beauty of mind, them, though. You know? I think they You're really right, know something. They do. That's what they're finding out. That's what the studies are, man. They're helping so many people with anxiety, PTSD, one to five doses, even now, you know, coach, you know, doses, people never taking them again, going, man, I've never felt better with my life after, you know, take the, the initial dose. I don't feel like I have to take them. You know, there's, it's a whole new world with psilocybin. They're actually helping yeah. a lot of people. And I think in your in your instance and in mine, uh, I think it opened up uh, like an empathy. You know, uh, it, it, I had I just had this. You know, and I never had that. You know, that one experience, that one super uh, hero dose. I guess it was almost you could call it was very weird, man. Yeah. And like I told you, it had that experience with uh, what I told you about. And then it was weird because I actually, I talk about this quite a bit too. It's man, after that experience, I started kind of seeing like angel numbers, one, 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 two, two, two. So prevalent. I had to start paying attention to that shit. But after that experience, I, I noticed myself being more empathetic to people around me, you know, everything, everything, animals, And uh, which led me to uh, more of a spiritual path, man, leading down, you know, towards Buddhism, Hindu studies, you know, that type of Tao, you know, the study of Tao and and shit like that, you know, and it all all stems from that one mushroom experience, you know, and I don't, I've never went back to where I've taken a hero dose like that, nor do I care to at this point. But like a, a little microdosing here and there to you know upbeat the mood and kind of refocus a little bit, I'm definitely game with for sure. Yeah, yeah. Every time I need a little bit of an adjustment, that's that's how I look at it. Like I just need that little touch back, you know, that it gave me because it does it does do something to me for a long time for some reason, and uh, so does Adderall. If I take an Adderall, I'll be up for three days. If I take half an Adderall, I'll be up for three days, dude. It just does something to me, you know? So I don't fuck with that shit. And if I do, you give me something, to, you give me a task, it gets done better than anything you've ever seen before, you know, like straight up. That's just, it's, it's you know, just what they say about it. It's modern day meth. And uh, fucking, that's why I don't really do microdosing too much because my life is kind of simple right now, you know? So I don't really need that, uh, that boost, uh, too much, you know, but, uh, it's, it's great, man. I love to see that people are coming around, uh, and like the governing aspect of things. And, uh, you know, those are the same people that are tripping balls and having a good time too i've been around him you know it's it's a shame that people gotta hide in the closet or feel like they gotta be in the closet about shit and act like a total different person than they are you know because politics that's all it is it's a bunch of people faking faking who they are so there's some real ones and those guys are you know easy to see through and it's they're awesome you know but whatever we'll see some shit change here because at some point in time I mean, 
the millions of people that are sitting here saying like, hey, man, we're going to do it, are going to do it. What are they going to do? Jail them? What are they going to do? They're going to jail us. Ain't nobody got time for that. We're just trying to have a good time from all this suppression. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those off. Nobody wants that shit. Nobody really does. When nobody has the money or the time for it to really put everybody that does drugs or whatever in jail about it. It's like, you know. I agree. Well, for the most part, but, you know, as far as, you know, the taking at least my ingestion of microdosing, I don't, I don't, I use it occasionally as, I don't use it as a facade, I don't say, and I don't necessarily use it as a recreational tool, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? I'm not looking at it. Oh, yeah, I just want to be today. I usually, oh, yeah, when I yeah, mess no. around with it, it's like, okay, I'm in this spot and I fucking, I want to fucking do a little soul searching. Yeah. I need exactly. to figure out what the fuck. Do you play any instruments, man? I wish. Oh, uh, one time I tried to fucking play the guitar when in school I tried to fuck around with the fucking saxophone for a brief bit. Oh, dude, I want to, that's sweet. My daughter, my daughter, thank goodness, got that gene. Oh, my youngest. Self-taught. She, that girl, much respect to her, man. She, she said she wanted to play. I bought her a guitar. And that girl taught herself how to play the guitar. Fucking taught herself how to play ukulele. Ukulele. Taught herself how to read and write music. And is, you know, taught herself how to play the keyboard as well. Dude, yeah. All talents I don't have none of, but I sure nurtures the shit out of her. Good shit, dude. That's good. She's good. That's good. She's into that. It's it's hard to find anybody who's into that, man. You know, like, uh, I like I'm into self taught stuff. So I listen to a lot of like, Honestly, bro, a lot of stuff that's not really out there that not a lot of people listen to because it's a lot of like stuff that people would make in their fucking basement. You know what I mean? Like after after learning an instrument for hours. So like it's hard to find people that are self-taught uh, musicians. I'm a self-taught musician and I play uh, <clears throat> I play all that stuff too and drums and stuff and like, you know. And I skateboard and I used to wrestle. I, I heard you talking about wrestling. I, I wrestled before, you know, that was my favorite sport out of all the sports because it wasn't really a team sport. It, it was a challenge against myself. You know what I mean? And it was that internal struggle that really, that really was the lion in the match. You know, it was, it was, it was, that was a good, that was a good experience. Wrestling is a very, I, I think any, any young male should fucking try it. Really. I think it's a good sport really i mean especially if you're like having a struggle and you're like into punk shit or you're like you're a punk rocker get into fucking wrestling dude try it you know because drugs aren't the way they're not it's the only sport where it's an overall team sport but it's a one-on-one you're winning for yourself and you're winning for the team but the Mm -hmm. struggle is all yours on the mat yeah man (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a heavy fucking yeah, it's a sweet sport, dude. That was that that's a good sport, but uh that's cool, man. Uh I was gonna say like guitar and 
instruments for me are a very big therapeutic uh, thing that go with cannabis big time. I mean, and drinking. If I wake up after having a good drunk, I write some of the best music in my life, dude. After I, w- I won't write it while I'm drinking, but I'll wake up with that fucking hangover buzz. Not so much of a hangover, but a buzz. And I'll smoke a joint, dude, and I'll just be in this fucking badass zone. And I'll just get into it for like an hour and a half. I'll put my girlfriend to sleep. Anybody that's in the room with me, I'll put them to sleep, you know. And it's it, it puts me, it, it eases me and sets my mood for the day. You know, like in the morning, I smoke two joints. I try to do the Bob Marley thing, you know. I smoke a bit of over too. That's funny. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, I agree with music, man. I love music. It was big. Plays a big part in my life as relating memories with music. Like I said, I maybe it's I've never really put that much effort into trying to play an instrument, but I would love to. My this is this is where I always wish I could sing. To be honest with you. Ah, be honest with you, I can't sing. I can't sing. <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm not going to kid myself in any way, shape, or form. I can Man, if sing. you're a punk rocker, dude. But <laughs> this is what pisses me off. This is what pisses me off is because I'm in cannabis. This is one thing that I love, okay? I love this shit. I have to write all my shit down. All my shit down. Strains, what the fucking genetic makeup is. Yeah. Write that shit down. Write it down. Write it down. I have all the respect for all these cats that can fucking, oh yeah, what's that? Da 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 da. Give you the fucking makeup, background, all that. I'm fucking, my head is fucked up with so many other useless facts and fucking, unfortunately, song lyrics is one. I can hear a song one time. And then fucking 10 years down the road, be able to be fucking almost be able to sing this fucker for you word for word. And, and, I, and a lot of times I'm like, why did I, why is there waste oh, really? brain yeah. space on that shit? Hey, that's not random. That's fucking, yeah. that's, that song is meant to be brother. That's a good song. <laughs> that's a good song. That's what it meant. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, but what in my instance is it's usually like some like like off the wall. It might even be like a fucking commercial or something, you know, jingle from something. Me too. It's like, me too. Why did, hey, it, dude, why me did too. it even stick? My girlfriend, my girlfriend will be like, "Why the fuck?" You know, all the time she'll be saying shit like, "Oh, dude, yeah, it's so funny." I've been with my girlfriend. I just look over. Here. So that's why I always just, talk about her. Sorry. <laughs> just look over and do this go I don't know that's what I do when I get that look like you know how do, how do you I'm like I, I just look back and I go I don't know I, I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know why it's there I don't know why I just blurted it out I, I don't know it's just there but I wish I had that memory for fucking strains and shit you know what I mean? You know, I'm so good in numbers. Oh, I'm to the you know, phone numbers, shit like that. You can tell me a phone number almost once, a measurement. I can tell you fucking that measurement two days fucking later. Yeah, fucking me too. Strain. I gotta go grab my book. 
Dude, same here, because uh, I need to start writing shit down, too, because I got that, that sativa, and that thing is a, is a cross. It's like, I think it's like, uh, see, this is where you're going to get aggravated at me and everybody else's, but I want to say it's like Malawi crossed, crossed with um, either some Colombian something or... Uh, some Mikawakin, you know, but uh, I want to say it's like Malawi cross with Mikawaxi, and that sucks because I really want to know because I'm really, I love sativas, you know, and I think they're the closest thing to like, you know, uh, where it came from. So it kind of bugs me that I, I fucking can't figure it out and I'm afraid to ask because I don't want to step on toes and be like, hey man, uh you know, yeah yeah. <laughs> I got this from somebody and but I don't think they'd really care. I think I'm too hard on myself, but whatever, you know. I'll just leave it the way it is. Ask questions. I always ask questions. Never be afraid to ask questions. The dumbest answer the dumbest question is the question and unasked yeah that's what you yeah you're right you're right so uh how long how long does this go i i've been i stay up dude uh to like 5 30 6 and then uh you know i noticed you've <laughs> well, had that's... some long talks but i don't know how long you want to keep me as a guest you know <laughs> how the chat well, that's kidding. Like I gave you the heads up in the beginning. That's a completely up to you as long as you feel the conversation is gone. I mean, if you up with chat? cool, we could always, uh, we could always end this and, uh, we could always open it up to the wormhole. If you wanted to, you know, let other people pop on and talk, if you want to widen the conversation or yeah, if you want to just keep going, man, this is completely up to you. Let's ask the uh, let's see what the chat says because uh, I'm all about keeping your your stream going and stuff and uh, you know. Yeah, I'm having I'm enjoying the conversation so far, so it doesn't matter to me. It's you know, like I tell everybody, this is your episode. We're getting to know you. You pretty much in control of this. What you want to talk about, what you don't want to talk about. When you're done, you fucking say I'm done, and we'll wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Ooh, that's, sun grown. That's the way I see it. Sun grown. I love sun grown anything, honestly. Okay. Do you grow outdoors at all? Yeah. When I yeah, this year I'm gonna do um I don't know what I'm gonna do outdoors yet, but yeah, I do. I just throw one outdoors. I'd like to grow outdoors myself. Seems like the perfect match with your growing style, to be honest with you. Yeah, it is. It's pretty good. Um, honestly, last year, I didn't have to hand water once. No? I not. I, uh, no, I used, um, I used a lot of mushroom compost, and um, <clears throat> I think the vermiculite helped keep the uh, moisture level in the soil. I didn't water once at all. And with all the heavy rains in Michigan, 
and shit and colds, dude, the flow did amazing. I mean, there was no powdery mildew at all and no, no bugs. It was, and there was powdery mildew on the weeds around it or the, I forgot what kind of vine it is that's around it, but I had to always take them down and shit. They're trying to take down my plant and I had to kill them, <laughs> but they just went in the compost and I grew, uh, I grew poppy flowers next to it and I chopped those down and I let them compost. And I think that helped because, uh, like the stalks are good and high in phosphorus and stuff like that. So I think when those composted down with the, with the whole setup that I had, cause it's in the ground, it's not in a pot, it's in the ground, like, you know, connected to the earth and there's a lot of good mushroom compost and worms and stuff like that. And I had some amendments laid down and some good compost and the earthworm castings. Uh, but that fucking, the, the poppy stalks and the poppy pods I think really gave it the uh, the go because I made some poppy tea. Now, don't look at me like that. I, I made some poppy tea and I made them for my plants, okay? For a uh, flower, for a flower, a foliar spray, an early flower, and they loved it. And uh, so I think maybe that was it, was uh, that's why the buds were so perfect too. I mean, they're big everything i don't know i'm not a fucking science i'm not i stopped being a weed nerd dude when uh i realized i don't have enough funds for resources so i had to kind of stick to doing what i can uh with what's around me and shit so i just stopped being a weed nerd you know but pretty sure those uh poppy stalks gave it the uh that, that boost in late flower it was it was really really good I mean, um, didn't water it the whole time, not once. So is it, you know, with, you know, your type of growing style, do you find that you have to like necessarily grow your inputs to make your, your, your brews, your ferments or, uh, That's the most success stuff that you can gather around. Like we talked about, you know, oh. your the environment is what are some good things that you can gather from like uh you know like a city and type environment that you could use in your garden or clover you know I mean? clovers bam easy clover fields dandelions dandelions early veg loves dandelion dandelions a great uh a great one plus you can use the roots you could probably make some really killer shit with the roots too and the whole plant of the dandelion really uh but that wouldn't be tech that I would, I would mix that with water too. And brown sugar. I wouldn't do a straight brown sugar because it would just take forever to break down those roots and really get what you want out of it. So I'd use the water, like do a Jadam style, like, you know, uh, but whatever, I'm not going to say style. I'm just going to say, I got to look at this. I got this book. It's in the fucking living room. Anyway, it's called, um, Noma, the guide to ferments, and it's like this big, but it has like ferments on everything, and it gives you some good information in there. And I have some stuff that I've been reading in that, and for some reason, knowledge don't stick to me. So, you know, but I, I have some things that I want to do. I think this C90 with the cabbage and the C90 with shit is going to be bomb. I think it's going to be killer, dude. I think it's going to be a really easy way to, to really, uh, I use this stuff 
but I think it's going to make it last even longer. So um, it's really cheap to do something like that and come up with something that's killer. That's what I like about it. Um, so anyway, things you can find. Yeah. Fucking nettle. Uh, weeds. You can use weeds. I mean, basically, dude, like, I knew this farmer who uh, was in, like, Flat Rock or some shit, and he uh, he uses everybody's grass clippings from around him for his whole garden, and it's huge. It's a fucking farm, actually, you know, and he just uses grass clippings. So, you know, Southern VT Grower was one asking the name of that book. Noma, N-O-M-A, the guide to fermentation. The Noma, oh, the Noma guide to fermentation. So Noma's this kitchen, uh, but it has a lot of good information in it that you know. I if you if you correlate what you know from growing and studying growing shit, you'll you'll pick that out of the book and be like, oh, that's really good shit. Like certain ferments, uh, like acetic acid ferments acetic acid uh, bacteria instead of lactic acid LAB. Everybody's talking about LAB, but what about AAB? You know, acetic acid bacteria. And that's something that I want to look into. A lot of people probably know about, you know, but I just, it's in that book. But I just haven't found it in the growing aspect of things yet, but uh, you know, yeah. Jadam's sweet. Uh, I, I, the Jadam, honestly, I made the fish fertilizer Jadam style eagle, and it was fucking crazy. Strongest shit I've ever smelt and um, used in the garden uh, by far. I did a foliar with it, and um, my plants were like, they were like fucking, like they got hit by a tornado, dude. And, uh, they were green as shit. The, the stems of the leaves like widened like fucking crazy thick white, you know? And then after three weeks, they went back to normal. Huge, bushy, nice plants. Like, So I didn't use that that much because I was scared. And I gifted a lot of it away. And I'm, I'm kind of sad because uh, I think it went to waste. Uh, I could have saved it and uh, used it because I really like that stuff. You know, I would even mix it with with this shit just to see what happens <laughs> you yeah. know but yeah it's uh, pretty awesome being able to mix your own ferments and uh, experiment like that I you know that's again that's one of the things that I, again I've talked about cannabis and it's plateaus you know for me and a lot of others man there's so many you know, plateaus that where cannabis can take you. And I'm, I'm glad I haven't almost dove as deep as a lot of people have in organics. Because, wow. you know, I'm, it's a, and that's another thing. I'm starting to open that door and fuck. As I, as I say that, I almost wish I would have opened the door a little bit earlier because talk about rabbit holes, man. The organics hold organics rolled. His fucking rabbit hole after rabbit hole. Well, dude, you it's got like Chinese rabbit hole. Fucking, yeah. you know, 
You got Chinese food, you got Mexican food, you got raw organic food, you got sushi, you know, it's like, it's like you got all these different styles, you know, and there's so many different inputs and hey man, I think some of the coolest shit I've, I've heard was from when KNF Garden was talking, he said he uses city water. I was like, this guy is a goddamn guru, be careful, because yeah. people don't like that. You know, that's fucking awesome, though, that he said that. I was like, cool, thank God somebody said it, like, and does that, and uses city water, and doesn't worry about the the that stuff, and, like, you know, isn't too crazy about the foliar sprays and stuff. That was, I was so happy to hear all that, because that's, like, basically how I try to garden. It's kind of, like, a lazy thing, but it's, like, I've spent time in it, and I put love into it, you know? But it, it's based off of my surroundings, you know? I don't have to go too far. I remember into it. right. He's down by you, the KNF. What? Gardens. Yeah, he's in, he's Michigan. in Michigan. He's down. Yeah, he's down there. Like that episode. He he. We just. I just had an episode not too long ago with him. He's in Michigan. Where he talks about where he sources all of his stuff for is that fertilizer. It's almost 90% waste. He goes around, gets, you know, shit from restaurants, coffee, grounds, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, he's down by you, man. Get he's down by you. Here, bro. I got to fucking hook no, up. Man. See, now that I know he's by me, see, I thought, wow, that's cool, dude. I need to hook him, hook him up. Yeah, he's Take down by up. you. And he seemed very open to fucking hook up, hook up man. Well, I'm glad to have been here on your fucking show, Eagle. It seems like everybody wants the fucking wormhole. It doesn't. I'm not saying it like I'm just saying wormhole. It is. Uh, it's good to be on your show. Think, no, I don't think that's it at all. I think they're wanting you to jump into the wormhole. If anything, I'll jump into the wormhole. <laughs> I'll say what's up. I don't. I don't. I don't think that was it. There was more and more in I we're enjoying this conversations keeping him going than there was wormholes if you look back. Okay. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it at different times. KNF dude. Yeah. That guy's that guy's yeah. a G bro. That's awesome. Uh you know what though? We got some clean water here in Michigan where I'm at. It's pretty clean. You know. It might be too clean for some people's liking, but <laughs> you just let it sit out for a while and, uh, you know, give it some oxygen, I guess, if it's too fucked up. You got to use some, you got to use a little bit of, what's that? What's that? Um, the dechlorinator from Microbe Life. You ever use that? It's a, it's a liquid ionized water. It's so it has like uh, this. I think it's. I think it's like a. Yeah, not like. Hey, dude, I've been out there, man. I dated a girl that's uh, that that's from Flint before, and I used to go out there. And some of the shit that I've fucking been through out there, I'll tell you what, Flint's a fucking Flint's a motherfucker. Dude. I got love for Flint though, but you know, uh, <laughs> their water sucks. Yeah. I feel so bad, man. Like the health so issue. Chad is. Chad did correct me. KNF okay. is in California. 
okay. guy I am thinking of is Intergalactic Gardens, who is Intergalactic in here in Michigan. Gardens. Okay, I gotta check him out. I'm gonna write that down. Hold he, he's, on. He's a couple episodes back, and he's a he's a K and F type of gardener, and he uh, he makes uh, his own uh, uh, nutrients too. From like, he goes around and collects waste and fucking turns them into a clean cool. uh, nutrient. Cool. Uh, it was yeah, yeah, definitely. I I'm my bad on that. But definitely along the same lines. I mean, as the K and F gardeners, you know, I, he's a K and F farmer as well. Very knowledgeable. I suggest, you know, go back and check out that episode. In fact, I'll drop you uh, a link to that episode if you'd like. Smiley just cracked me over the head with this five twelve fourteen. Smiley's Whoa. a smart dude. Five this five twelve fourteen. Dude, he looks so familiar, bro. He looks familiar as fuck. Smiley? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's Michigander, west side of the state. Yeah, he looks super familiar. So, this, that hydroxy, I want to hear him talk about that a little bit, dude. That 512 14. What? Smart dude, bro. Again, we could always warm. He's he's planning to pop in the wormhole tonight. So, you okay. could, if you wanted to, we could head down that road. And we could talk. I'm I'm definitely not an organics guy. I'm I'm headed back down that path, but I'm I'm, I'm still that salts guy. <laughs> a little well, bit of this, a little bit of that, which is brew. Well, here's my here's my two cents. Let me put it in the slot since I'm here. Okay. Take some of your, take some of your inputs. Start pick one, pick something you either drench with or pick something that you do a foliar spray with. Just take one simple thing, okay, and make an input in in return of that, and try it out along with your stuff and see how versatile it is. And you will be surprised at how loving the plane is and how much it loves that the input making natural inputs. In any way, I'm telling you, uh, you know, obviously do a little research on the, the ferment or whatever you're making, but I'm telling you, just take one, one thing out of your, either your root drench plan or your foliar plan, foliar spray plan, and one little thing, one input, and uh, swap it out with something, just one thing, and I'm telling you, you'll see, you'll see a pretty good result, and uh, you might want to do both. I've seen people do combo, you know, of KNF and uh, some salt stuff with the, you know, like some CalMag shit that they're not making or whatever, and like stuff like that, whatever it is, you know. And they've they've had great results too, but uh, you know, um, shit. I think that's a good that's a good start is like uh, swapping one little thing out instead of going through the whole regime because you could fuck up a whole fucking row swapping everything out at once man and that's what i like about the natural inputs is you can you can really take it easy you know yeah the the joe y the the um the chlor the chloramine i think the dechlorinator from the microbe life i think does take away the uh chloramine too 
Got to do a couple of these real quick, you know. I'm going to hold myself up, give my back a little break. Your back's got to be killer. Oh, man, I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I hate about we cars. Can, uh, we can. Oh, man. That shit's got to be terrible, man. It's got to be terrible. That's actually what what I have my cannabis card is for is a back initially was my a back injury. Yeah, it wasn't from here. a car accident though. It was from uh, I was fucking working for myself as one of the bitches working for yourself. Fucking, uh, I was working yeah. for myself outside in the house, and I had a cat inside the house, and I was on top of a ten foot a frame ladder. And I fucking put the window in, and it was kind of like need the cat was in there centering it. And he's like just a little bit more, and I give it a little, just a little bit shove. You know what I mean? And the the fucking ladder fucking fell over, and I actually went backwards. You know, around the ladder, kind of fell back, and and yeah, that shit fucked my back all up, man. I was down for about two weeks after that shit. Ugh. Almost okay, just and no insurance, just riding that shit out, man. Just like it'll get better. <laughs> you, you're, I'll get like, uh, you're like uh I don't I don't mean it like this, but you're like an older version of me, dude. That's I I fell off of a I fell off of a second story scaffolding, scaffolding. Fell off doing uh some masonry <laughs> in the boss. I was like 17 at the time, dude, and the boss brought me a fucking six pack after work. And he, he, he just was like, he was nice. Brought me a six pack, you know. Left. Told told Danny, the other the guy, the the machine operator, to fire me for him because I was too nice. <laughs> Fired me because I fell off of a fucking scaffold. I was useless after that, dude. My back's been fucked ever since, really, you know. Uh, I got an x-ray, and they were like, yeah, you got uh, degenerative spine and disc syndrome. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, so whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, let's do, the, let's do that. Huh? You want to take, jump in the wormhole? Yeah. Do I do, and, uh, get the wormhole going? Yeah, do I just hop on? Uh, yeah, well, 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 let me... Well, let's officially end this, my friend. We got to officially end this one. We can't be yeah, like, yeah. ah, fuck this, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. You got to let me. You got to let me go through my spiel in the end well, you, and you all know, that you. good stuff, man. Yeah, Shit, man, you, this guy's gonna fucking to mic had, drop me. No, I just shit. had to start the process. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to put it to your home. I didn't mean to halt it. <laughs> I'm just fucking messing with you, brother. So this is the deal, man. This is how things work around here, brother. Now that you have, you know, we're so nice enough to come on, talk to us, you know, give us your story, and thank you very much for you know giving me, you know, sitting here being so nice, so candid. You know what I mean about you know truthful about your story. I appreciate that so much, man. I really do. Because it does, it, it helps people relate more to you and people in, you know, fucked up situations, you know, it helps, you know, relate flat out, man. They did it, I did, can do it, I can relate to that situation, 
there's a lot of pluses to these stories. Thank you, Mulio, firsthand. Thanks for having me, man. You know, so with that being said, this Zoom number is always the same. Uh, so keep it for whenever you want. You don't have to get an invite. You know, it's as you feel, you jump in and out whenever you feel like it. So, the yes, this Zoom invitation will be the same one for the wormhole. After we check out, you okay. fuck, go fucking stretch, take a piss, do whatever you want to do. You jump in anytime you feel like it. Hey, guys, I'm back. I got a fucking tray full of weed. Let's fucking talk about whatever. You don't have to even have the tray full of weed, by the way. You don't, you don't have to have the tray full of weed. You can just come hang out and talk. But, so... That's, you know, basically how the wormhole goes. You know what I mean? Please keep that invitation. You're welcome. At any time there's a wormhole, you see the, you know, pop in anytime. Secondly, before we end this out, I need to get your soundbite. Have you seen enough episodes to kind of get the gist of the soundbite? No, Not the soundbite. Oh, wait. This is, okay, yeah, hold on. I think I do. Tell me when. Uh, I am ready for it right now. This is episode 358. I'm talking shit with the Eagle. Fucking talking shit with the Eagle. I've had a great time. I'm the guest, Gus underscore grows. You can find me on IG at Gus underscore grows. And thanks. I've had a great time kicking it with the Eagle and fucking talking shit. Fucking awesome, man. Thank you, man. That was fucking perfect right off the cuff. Purely natural, just the way it should be. Hell yeah. Thanks, bro. So now we can officially wrap this up. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to fucking use the restroom for a minute, stretch out, right about fucking 15 minutes. I'll be back. No rush whenever you're ready. If you're wanting to jump in, you don't even have to jump in if you don't want to. But I'm hoping you do. And uh, obviously, you've got some questions for Smiley. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, please do, man. We'll end this out, say goodbye, and I'll fire up the wormhole in a few minutes. And uh, thanks for thanks for coming, my friend. Hope to see you in a few. For sure. Peace out, guys. Later, Evo. For the rest of you guys watching, thank you very much, man, for hanging out with us, listening to this great guy's story. It's been a fucking awesome time, awesome story. Hopefully, most of you guys will follow along into the wormhole. Same. Hopefully, you guys do the same. Stretch out, use the restroom, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Thank you guys for watching. You guys know the routine. Please do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. <laughs>